Brethren, sisterin, and all otherin. Hey y'all, what's going on? So before I get the show started, before I give y'all y'all laughs for the week, before I give y'all something to think about this week, I want to go ahead and say really quickly, I got other shows, right? I got other shows that I produce. One of them is called Don't Trust the Edit. Um, give those good guys a follow, a listen. It is lit over on their show right now. Like they're talking about very controversial things in a controversial way. They're keeping it honest. They're keeping it real, just like we do here at the cookout. So do me a favor and support the gentlemen that I also produce. Uh, and don't trust the edit podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you listen to your shows. You can find Don't Trust the Edit. Support them. Thank you guys. Also, really quick, um, anyone that would love to continue supporting the cookout and everything that I got going on and you also want something for it, you can go ahead to shopthecookout.com and you can buy your merch from there. As a matter of fact, as I record to you right now, I am wearing a wonderful gray champion hoodie that says the magical words yammy across the front. The front. Y'all go ahead and get that or get any other piece of merch that you want from the website, support your boy. All that money goes back right into the business. I'm building out the studio right now. I just got some chairs in. I got some headphones. Girl, it's really, really cute. So your money is going to good use. So shopthecookout.com if you want some merch. Also, if you want to support me in a different way, my cash app is Chase Cassidy. Child, you can find me there if you want. And also, um, you can... Donate to the show on a monthly basis by clicking the link in the description box there and you can pledge a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, as much as you want um, monthly. And that comes right to me. And again, it goes right into the business. And I thank you guys for everything you've done for me in the past shit, going on four years. I'm, I'm in my senior year to show here. <laughs> so I thank you guys. Um, with that said, let's get ready for the show, bitch. I'm going to start calling Jason Lemon Meringue Pie. Whoa, what? <laughs> oh. Because he likes and he's yellow, and then he thinks he's smooth. So he's meringue. You lemon know what? Meringue. He is actually going to love that. Lemon he meringue. He will absolutely, yeah. Like, he's smooth. Lemon meringue. All right, kids. Let me go ahead and pull up my notes. Oh, my God. I've got to turn on my Chase Cassidy moment oh now. <laughs> are y'all over there praying before I start the show? No. He put his phone over the nail. So uh, that we that would, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought oh, you. I'm I like, like, I'm like, we're damn. not about to do anything to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Uh-uh. They think they're gonna cast your home out. <laughs> Trying to turn me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. Ayo. What up, though? This episode of The Cookout is brought to you by Lunchtime Love Making While Working From Home. Mmm. Perks of work. Ah! <laughs> Did y'all just high five? <laughs> Come on down, everybody. We can have a good time. We can talk about anything that you want to. See, they're in agreement. Isn't it a blessing? We have tasted that. Yes, I have tasted that fruit. Yes, sir. I've also we tasted a couple tomorrow. fruits in my day. How about you, Mills? You know what? Yes. They should have never. They should have never told us stay home. Child. Let me tell you one thing. I listen. I I thoroughly enjoy working from home. 
And what's really cool is that my boyfriend lives four doors down. So if we need a moment, it's like, hey, girl, when you taking your lunch, girl? <laughs> what time should I be there? What time are you going mm-hmm. over? And I will promptly be. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome back to the cookout, boys and girls. It is your favorite host, me, your favorite podcast. Chase, take care, Cassidy. Listen, I don't really get into like the things or the things with the entertainment kids, especially like these young ones, like these rappers and stuff. These 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 Migos kids, Migos, isn't it? Is that what you call them? I don't really get with them. However, I I did see where um, uh, Quavo uh, cheated on Saweetie, allegedly, allegedly, and. Um, you know, he got in his feelings about it. He said what he said. He said some stuff, right? What did he say? And, I, I missed that whole thing. He, he was also accusing her of cheating as well mm. with her ex. Because so, she was on that podcast with Justin. That's literally why. Come on, for me. That's literally why. Sure. And so. No, and so, wait, I was, no, wait. Okay. Let me just, her response to him <laughs> having a little attitude was take, take care. care. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? That is appropriate for so many things. Beautiful. Yeah, take I care. I would say I thought it was strange. Like, the podcast situation was strange yeah. to me because the question, line of questioning and stuff like that, I was yeah. like, "I didn't Quavo see not know she on the show." I didn't see any yeah. of this. So basically, she was on there talking about sex and, and relationships and all that stuff, and, and apparently magic. Justin took his liberties with like making commentary about different things, and it just mm-hmm. it, it seemed real like. Hmm. And she tried to like I didn't listen to the podcast. These are all things I've read. Um, so allegedly, um, she tried to like change the subject whenever those topics came up, mm-hmm. but still it was like, okay, first of all, you on your ex's podcast. Um, we knew what the vibe was. Yeah. Like, and like, he, so he knows things about you. You're going to make certain comments because he knows you and it just looks weird. It's going to look weird. Even if for nothing else, like you with you, you're going to have a shorthand with them because you were together. Yeah, right. Yeah. And your new person watching that shorthand, they can be super secure. It's just going to mm-hmm. be weird. Yeah. It's gonna look, yeah you know? it just, and that's what my I thought. It's like, this come off weird to me. Yeah. 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 I just, I didn't understand I, when I didn't know that she and Justin, uh, dated before when mm-hmm. I like because on YouTube it like you know she's featured on whatever their podcast mm-hmm. name is um, and then when it came out that they were they'd unfollowed each other which another thing how do we know that people unfollow each other? Like, you gotta go search it, right? I'm about to say, right. I wouldn't know. Exactly. I'm like, how do y'all like do y'all, y'all really watch these people? Like, uh, do y'all like, are y'all not working? Exactly. Who are you not time? out here worried about the Ponderosa? <laughs> like, what is exactly. going on that you have we time to go whole... see? Let me go see if Sweetie follow a Quaver. Why does that matter to you? We in a whole Panamera and they out here <laughs> checking to see if people unfollow people. Like, how why do, how do y'all know? Anyway. Gosh. But yeah, so you know, I didn't know any of that until it, you know came out that they mm-hmm. had apologized all that stuff and so when I found it there I was like well girl why you why you went on there like what, what, what is that <laughs> that was my same thing it yeah was like, I ain't why would she Listen. go on there and jeopardize and oh okay he cheated in, okay yeah but so I, mean, I think that might have been her playing that hand, hand you know what I'm yeah. saying but I mean but it also could be a moment it. of like they they might could have been broken up way before we even knew about it yeah, true. you know she, there's she also that she said she emotionally checked out a long time ago you know what I just realized what? I don't care about none of this shit, bro. I mean, <laughs> same. I've been quiet for a reason. These people are trip, man. Like they really are. Yeah. Like, some of y'all be out here patterning your relationships after. Like that's unfortunate. Wait, what is wrong with y'all? Talk about goals and nah. Right. No. no. Talk about talk about that a Birkin, mean. girl. You drive a '98 Honda Civic, bitch. Talk Why? about you want a Birkin. Why would you ever? Now, like you, now, priorities. You have, well, you just because the topics we talking mm-hmm. about. Do you guys think it's okay for a person to take back all their get space for instance, in his case, he bought all them Birkins. 
circus, a car, and all that. She she has the option. <laughs> Should he have the option of asking for something back? No. You bought them for me. Those are mine. I will keep them. I if mean, you decide to go separate ways, like I mean, the pawn shop would pay a good penny for it. I mean, well, that's the thing. They mind if I choose to pawn them, I will. But I'm not giving. It depends on the situation. I could totally see myself in a situation on my way out the door taking my shit that I, I could see myself I doing mean, that um, but I could also see myself being like child let it let it keep you comfortable yeah. at night like be blessed I right. could, it, it just depends on my energy that, exactly. that, that time and vice versa like if I you know but it, for any <laughs> previous relationship yeah. if I, I just keep it like I don't yeah. I don't want any just of it back it. I'd rather just walk away and, and yeah. be done yeah clean break yeah anything I have I'm, nah I'm fuck, fuck that fam I mean them air pars they were 250 <laughs> whole US dollars okay nah, I gave I you the best three months phone. of my life <laughs> <laughs> three months and you bought them air pars okay. See, that was your problem That's that was your problem you should done that clearly these are jokes that I have not ironed out beforehand <laughs> cause bitch I wish I fucking okay. would um okay who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week um again y'all gonna be tired of me with all this geek shit but i mean it's undeniable yes it's undeniable we got two pieces of potato salad falcon and winter soldier as i call it bucky bucky and the winter falcon (laughs) and the snyder cut let's call it what it is okay let's snyder cut it It was so good it is so good i was i was texting this i was texting him right was like have y'all watched it yet have y'all watched it yet like watch it because yeah yeah it's it's longest you have to break it up in two days yeah you have to break it for two days but it's for no but it's 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 more than worth it it is the thing about it is is like so the first uh, we watched it on thursday i watched the first like half of it Mm -hmm. then friday night i watched the rest of it myself and i was just like blown away to be honest with you and then so then on saturday i was just like in the house like doing i was like i'm gonna and i just put it on i watched it all the way through again it was really really good it's on hbo it's really good and to me it was just like what the fuck did joss we didn't do wrongness just like yeah i've heard that one of the best things about the snyder cut is that it actually gives uh cyborg yes it does a lot more development a whole lot more yeah and that it seemed interesting because the people of color were cut so disproportionately from the actual yeah film release even flash got much more, more, yeah, because his much role more development. In the actual uh, director's release was awful. Oh, you know terrible! I mean? the theatrical release was awful. Right, so I think it gave to like what a lot of pieces uh, pieces of the original that you kind of like. How did this make sense? Like it kind of right. got the flesh elaborated. Everything yeah. literally makes sense now. Oh, okay. It makes sense, and like they add extra. They add in like the. Flashpoint being a movie now makes makes sense now because of right. what they did with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they they add in that little extra those extra pieces, but Vaughn is like, huh? No, I, well, no. My thing is, is, okay, this is a whole different cut of one movie, like Justice. Yeah, League. so yes. Justice League came out in 2017. 2017? Mm-hmm. and uh, it was trash. Okay. What happened was I heard that. Yeah. Uh, Jack Snyder started the film. Okay, His, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. His daughter passed while a production was yeah, going on. So they replaced him uh, with Joss Whedon, who came in and pretty much did a whole it all different... It. It yeah. So the movie that came out okay. was like, what is this, honey? And so Zack Snyder went back and he finally, okay. <laughs> Trying to play me. <laughs> I can catch on. <laughs> She's not a slow week. She's not a slow week. <laughs> 
And so he went back and did his his original mm-hmm. vision. Okay. Which and, is um, really good. Even Wonder Woman sequence, uh, you know, the little bank sequence, and, and yeah. it's fully extended. Yeah. Okay. Fully extended. Okay. And that whole sequence is better than 1984, the Ooh, entire movie. Golly. Throw it in the garbage. And again, yeah, just watching it, I, and I made it, I remember making a comment, like, even one, I was like, they did so much trash to the sequel. Like, yeah, it was just terrible. Like the first one was actually good. Yeah. It, was, it was for DC. It was a it, DC yes, movie, yes, right? Say but that. Then 1984 came out Christmas Day. It was and terrible. Was like, let me what let me tell heck? you how me and the boyfriend kept falling asleep to that movie to the point where I was like, turn it off, girl. <laughs> like fuck it, we going to bed. <laughs> like there's so, so many things wrong with that movie. It I mean, was. So it really why was. since when is she Spider Man? How was she leaping from lightning bolt to lightning bolt with the, lasso? with the lasso so, on the clouds? Like it, what? It, it didn't make sense. And for me, what kind of pissed me off? Okay, y'all did this whole kind of build up saying how important that golden armor was. Five minutes, Camille. Didn't do nothing. I'm like, what is this? She's on the poster and the armor and everything. You're thinking, okay, this is gonna be and done. If an old girl to fuck her up in the armor, like, <laughs> and that cheetah CGI was trash. Listen, was now that's one thing I will say about the Snyder Cut that was disappointing. However. You make concession for it because you understand, like... The story, finally. You understand the story, but you also understand, okay, this is a recut of a movie. Right, that's right, right. So, budgeting had to go different places, right? right? Mm-hmm. The CGI gives me very much PlayStation 3. Like, right. it gives me oh, very Zena. much... Roger was saying... Oh, wait, you ain't coming for Lucy Lawless. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> right, stop blaming did that because y'all both like Zena. I like Zena growing up. I love Yeah, I like Zena. Yeah. See, that was a shot for all y'all. Mm. But no, Roger Sassy. said the same thing about CGI. Yeah. He said, feel like he's watching a video game. Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, um, <laughs> am I going to have to separate y'all? Like, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> hands under the table and stuff. Huh? Marriage privilege. Thank you, Lord. But yeah, the CGI can be. It, uh, Martian Manhunter CGI was horrible. Mm. Um, you thought so? Basura. <laughs> like trash like it was really bad I was like what is this now I will say where he popped up in the film I was like oh shit that was wild because I was not expecting yeah, it yeah where he pops up you like I knew he was coming because they've talked about it but I wasn't expecting it when it happened I was like oh that's really cool how they did that mm, yeah. okay. um, you're really going to enjoy it and then Bucky and the Winter Falcon so so, pa- so pause really that quickly back to me. the Snyder Cut he after the release he kind of um in an interview told his premise for if he would have did, did a sequel mm. and he was like the whole movie was going to be mm. basically set in that nightmare scene Oof. and how it was about them you know, trying to redo, turn it back, turn it back. Oh, yeah man. the epilogue of the movie amazing wow i'm telling okay, you it was amazing i'm telling you and pete listen I try not to compare, you know, different actors who play the same role. I don't. I just don't think that's super fair. Um, Jared Leto did his thing. Really? He did. He did a good job. I enjoyed it. He did a good job. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a, still, it's a whole different take. It's, I'm about to say it's a whole different, whole different take. take. It's not my favorite, but he did. A, he did his thing. No, he, he did, did a good job. He did okay. I think, and that's the thing too. I will say, all the actors showed up and did what they were supposed to do. And it and it it they felt like. You know how the movie just like it just felt rushed. They never felt like they should have been together. Right. Watching it this time is like it makes yeah it, it makes, makes sense. sense yeah okay. It gave them time to build a bond and like get to know each other and like mm. have actually come together as a team. Yeah. yeah. Let's just hope the new um, Suicide Squad movie is going to be a little bit better. Gosh, um, that first one. 
you know what's crazy is like, I, and I guess maybe because I go into DC movies not really expecting anything. As you should. I, I, I watched Suicide Squad and I was like, no, oh, this is fine. Like it's fine. It I enjoyed my en- dollar at Redbox. <laughs> it was yeah, it was yeah, it was. I enjoyed Will Smith and um and Margot Robbie. I enjoyed them. They they were probably the highlights. I, yeah. I, I like their Viola was in it too. So I mean, there was also she. Now she played that. She always she, she plays was, everything. She was no too good for what. that movie. She was. She was way too good. She for Absolutely that movie. was. She needed to pay yeah. a bill or something. I don't know what was going on. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Bucky and the Winter Falcon. Um, that's what I'm gonna uh, call you it. Saw it. Yes. Okay. Oh my. They finally made Falcon look like a badass, and I'm I'm so thankful. They finally gave him a backstory. I guess. Yes. Like, he got a family. He got a sister. He, he, I'm like, a whoa. dark chocolate sister. Right. Yeah. I I really enjoyed I how that. his story seemed like. His yeah. Story. Yeah. Like, oh like, wow, yes. he's human. Yeah. This is Y'all nice. actually gonna talk about black people more. About it, so. <laughs> right. right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, in the south. And, in the south. And they right. were black. Like yeah. it was when they were black. It was super. I was like, they. I'm loving the blackness. They're letting them be black. Right. I like that. And New Orleans and like with a shrimp bowl. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. It was good. I really. My feelings a little hurt at the end of the episode. I was mad for the Falcon by the end. I was mad for him too, but I was also mad at the beginning when he gave the shield away. Yeah. yeah. Now if they had come and came and taken it from you, okay. That's another thing. But he. But you willingly you were, gave it up. But at the same time, at the same time, I forget what film it was, but somebody said it might have been Cap. If you if you want the shield, you're not worthy of it. Some mm. it was something like that, and so I'm like. We know at the end of the day he's probably going to end up with the shield, right? Probably right. in the season finale, yeah. right? And so that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, maybe he his character needed to not want it, I guess, right. in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but I just I thoroughly enjoyed the show. It was really nice to see them two fine asses like share the screen together. You think Sebastian Stan is fun? Like, I think he's very attractive. Yeah, okay. I think both of them are really cute, and I like their chemistry together. They're funny. Well, you know, I together. like uh, what you call it from the neck down, Anthony. <laughs> 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 the neck down. I mean, God is good. Um, so he's that. Have you seen that movie he was in on on Netflix? It's another movie. Uh, it's a sci-fi. Um, I have. I know black, what you're talking black, about. Um, was it no. no, it's with he's like a soldier or something. Yes, like that. I have not seen. I want it outside the outside, outside of, the guard or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's a really that's a really it's good. It's a good movie too. Okay, it's not. It's um one of those. It's not meant to have like a real heavy like. Um, plot. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's one of those. It's like those classic like action movies. Type. Like an Expendables oh. type thing. Right. Oh, that's my shit. That's yeah. my jam. I like that. I'm gonna definitely really watch good. that. He had a he has a scene where his shirt, his shirt is off. It's ain't got, it, he been in the gym, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. He gonna Baby, be it's yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are America's abs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, past the shield. <laughs> past the shield, like we used to. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so today's topic has nothing to do with the entire Marvel thing we just did in DC. Um, we are talking about the Black family, um, as was inspired by uh, Kirk and Kirk and the girls. Uh, so let's go ahead, and I'm going to intro the guest, and then we're going to get right to it. First, back at the family table, uh, MVP of season one. Oh yes, I was the good, <laughs> the good Lady Mills. Yes. Hey Tia, how you hey, doing? Hey Nana. Oh, 
sorry. It's nice to see you um, giving us Bruce Banner fishness in your purple shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Baba. I'm doing a callback to your earlier life when you know you was an incredible queen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was good. Oh, my God. You know, you know how Simone like to pay homage? I'm paying homage. <laughs> you my Mama Rue. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you on their social, you bitch. Um, <laughs> or what you're promoting. Whatever promoting, you yes. Okay. But, I mean, I'm, on, I'm not on social media like that. Like, me and Vaughn kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Often. But, um, in and out, Xavier Images. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dimitri. Dimitri. Shop yes. at the cookout. Yes. Shop the cookout. Shop the cookout. Okay, my bad. Damn. Thanks, girl. Uh, <laughs> Shop while at the cookout. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Thank I'm you, friend. About businesses. I appreciate you. Also, back at the family table is the Oracle. Genius Jonathan. Oh, oh, thank you. Hi, Jonathan. Hey. Nice James. to see you. How you doing, Mr. Cassidy? I'm doing it's fantastic. It's good to be seen. Praise God. <laughs> Shame I'm going to give honor to God who's the head of my life. <laughs> thank you, Lord. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Tell thank the people where they can find you on a social about your business, man. All right. You can find me on Instagram at, at John Writes Inc. That's I-N-K. Uh, you can also oh. find my Facebook business page on Facebook, obviously, John Writes. Also, visit my website, johnwritesinc.com. Help you with your writing needs. Mm-hmm. I know you had a website. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a, a website. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's wow. right. You, you really on top of it with your <laughs> friends, okay. huh? You, right. you, you got you got you got your your ear to the streets. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I let you know I mind my business. Okay. <laughs> yes, I mind my business. Also at the family table, uh, the Sanger, mm. formerly known as Mother Pringle. My mind. Huh? Mac is in the building. That's huh? right. The good sis Mac. That's right. Hey, Mother, Mother Mac. Mac. Hey, Vaughn. <laughs> I honestly cannot remember the last time you were on your guest on the show in person. Sweet Lord. Um, I don't remember. And I hate that, actually. That's, yeah. That's wild, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's what, pre-wedding? Pre, probably pre-2020. Pre-corona. Yeah. It was definitely pre-2020. That's a, so that's it was like middle shame. of 2019. No, 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 no. We did what we did an episode with us, but oh, not in person. The, oh, not in person. Not okay. in person. You're right. You're right. right. Yeah. yeah. See, it's Sheesh. good to have you back, though. I'm, I'm glad girl. to be here. Oh, 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 oh. You need to have me back more often. Fight I, you. I mean, <laughs> the invite is out there. I, I'm only in, still inviting a select few to come to the oh, to well, come to the I'm, table well, until I until I uh, get my shots. I mean, like I mean, like I'm a puppy. <laughs> until I get That's my fair. shots, That's then fair. I then I can open the space up more. But yeah, right. so yeah. you know, y'all are in the rotation as well. Hey. So, you know, I'll mm-hmm. look at that. Uh, in the number, thing. you already yes. told the people that you don't really do the social media. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's okay, child. girl. Anything you want to promote though? Um, John writes Inc. All right, you know, mm-hmm. right. Come, on yes. come on, family. Yes, family first lady. <laughs> yes. But, um, I mean, I, I'll be back on social media soon. I took a break from Lent. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow me, I'm Yvonne McFadden on um, my Instagram, okay, Facebook. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We dropped that Pringle, honey. Um, and then Eve's Bayou on Instagram, Y V E S underscore B A Y O U. Awesome. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's get to it. We're going to talk about the Blake family. So what inspired this, honestly, was this whole situation going on with Kirk Franklin. So for those who don't know, we kind of, excuse me, kind of talked about it on the show last week. Um, Kirk and his 32-year-old son uh, were having a verbal altercation, and his son recorded it 
and posted it on the Instagram for the world to listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk was on there saying all types of fucks and bitches and shits and hoes and asses and all sorts of things, right? Um, for those who don't know, Kirk Franklin is a gospel icon. So, yes. you know, it's just as, oh, I can't believe that the man of God would use such language. <laughs> the man. The man. So that whole thing happened and Kirk made his apologies or whatever. And so we had the conversation. I really, I had the way that I feel about it. I didn't give too much thought to it until I started to see in the Instagram group chat uh, mm-hmm. that me, Vaughn, and Mills are part of. I've been missing, man. <laughs> it was it was it was getting kind of steamy oh. in the chat. Now I stayed out of it because I was just observing. Huh? Uh, but I saw the conversation, I, and one of them, one of y'all said this would be good to talk about on the show. I did, I did. And so, so here we are. I just thought because I knew I was, I was coming into it maybe from a different from what I'm seeing from the comments on mm-hmm. the the on the post or the recording that was released. I was like, I think I may have a different perspective on this than most people is having on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so what is your perspective? How do you feel about what what's going on with that? So, I think people are is giving Kurt Franklin too much of a leeway mm. in the situation. Okay, because I mean, in any relationship, it takes two people to get. You know what I'm saying? To any type of relationship like that, being like, especially between family members, it takes two people to for it right. to get to the point that it is. Yeah. Um, and obviously something is going on or something happened in his relationship with his father for him to result into going to social media. Now, am I saying social media was the right place for him to air out his grievances? No. But it was something he got to a point like, that something happened where he got to to a point where he just felt like I'm just about to bless out, bash my father out. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yes, it, you can tell with some malicious intent to it probably because he did parse the conversation mm-hmm. to, to make right, Kurt right, right. look a certain way, purposely right. to make him look a certain way. Um, but again, what takes him to do at his age to want to go up for his, you know, for, you maybe, know he had, like maybe he hasn't ever been like, and I don't know them or the situation, but maybe mm-hmm. he hasn't been heard. And the only way that he feels like he can be heard at this point is to, because he knows that it's going to, he knew it would turn into this. So well, it's like, if you don't hear me, you gonna hear me now. Right. Well, now we know there's been some accusations of molestation being taken part. Yeah, I was going to touch on that a little bit later. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, was, I just got that tea like two hours ago. Right. I was like, so, so that's why I was saying like, not saying everything is Kurt Falk or everything is the son's fault, but I'm saying there's something that happened, there, especially with him being the child, him, Kurt having him at a young age. Right. And he was basically the child he had before he met his current wife and had mm-hmm. all the rest of his children with his current mm-hmm. wife. So, you know, those situations can be a little tricky and stuff like that. I just think it, I don't know, to me, it just seemed odd how Kurt. The, the um the guys the son's mother his own his biological mother yeah. and the sister all coming out talking against him mm-hmm. and it's like are they trying to silence his voice like it's like like this it, it, it seems it seems a bit you you may be onto something because it seems super unnecessary Kirk's voice is large enough to where he doesn't need anybody else it it, it makes you look, it. you look like a bully now because right. you're kind of proving this young man's point mm-hmm. and and responding the way that you are I just I see. I mean, I can see both sides of this. So I see where, you know, parents are human, Mm -hmm. right? So even in my mind, trying to even think about being a parent, right? And I'm thinking about I have a a child that is my age Mm -hmm. right now 
talking to me all sorts of crazy bitch i will kill you today (laughs) so i get that like you're human you get angry right right the same way that 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 child is hurt or that i hate to say child because he's grown but you know what i'm saying the way that the way that the son is hurt and and he's trying to find a way to express himself so he's lashing out Mm -hmm. which is also wrong like i i I see both sides i get it that's why i said i don't think it's one person is largely at fault. Yeah, but at this at the same time, though, I do think it is. I've heard. No, I want to be clear. My parents have never spoken to me like that. I'm gonna say, as an adult, Ever. my parents have never talked to me like that either. But like, I never gave. But I never made my parents even that closely, remotely right. angry like that yeah. for them to. But <laughs> as like, an adult, but like, like I've. I, but even as a child, my my it, being disciplined, I wasn't disrespected. I was never cursed at. I was never cursed to. None of that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't say that. That's something that if 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 I end up being a parent, I would be very adamant about. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I don't want like you cursing my kids. So. You knew we was gonna fight, mm-hmm. so you should have came dressed to fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't, you getting smacked immediately in front of my child. Mm-hmm. Nobody speaks to you like that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, that's just my thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, in that regard, I have a problem with Kirk mm-hmm. in a way because it can be. It's off-putting here. It, it can be kind of abusive. Yeah. Even, even I'd with, say more than kind of. Yeah, yeah it, it, can, it, it can be abusive. So that's what my issue lies with that now. At the same time, it the son does give off an energy like he like he wants smoke. Now, no, yes. It, it comes across very... Yes. Some of it, it has like a hint of clout in it. Like just a hint. And she... All, now I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. When I first saw her, you know, because I saw the picture and I was like, oh, his son seemed kind of cute. So I went to I the page. Him. No, I was talking. And, I, and I pulled up the page. I was like, oh, he, he's handsome. And I was like, um. This is the lip part for me. It's the duck lips. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's giving lips. me yeah. hey, sis, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. could this be a stunt? But I'm also mm-hmm. like, could this be the root of everything? Could I that mean, be what the root of the problem is? But Kirk has came out as if he's. I don't know if he's totally in favor for LGBTQ, but it seems like he came out and made comments before as mm. if he has. has he? Yeah. I don't or know that. More supportive or affirming. Support, yeah. 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 Okay. I know before this happened, he kind of made like he, there was a story that came out and said he had conversations with other like um, ministers and pastors, friends of his about, mm. you know. And it might be. I'm sorry. You, you know, about not, I guess, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong if you heard a story about not, I guess, um, Preaching in a way that's kind of like that turns away the LGBTQ. Yeah. Was it after that whole Kim Burrell stuff? All that- no, this was recent, like oh, most okay. recent. Oh, real quick, can we pause real quick? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> she raggedy now. Mm-hmm. She is raggedy. Uh, but in my head, I'm thinking of um, when her old videos when she would just kind of like it's one thing you can get there, but it's another if you can hold the note. <laughs> <laughs> It's a funny. It's funny. Oh, you talking about um, when she was like kind of training? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay. Yeah, he ain't giving nothing to it. Uh, <laughs> All I'm seeing is is a pig knuckle in my head. It, but, remind, it reminds me of her ankles. You know what? That's all I'm saying. But. That for page. me, yeah, I think there was some, like I said, there was some malicious to it. I can see what people said there was clout to it. And I can understand people are saying, having an argument of, you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you going about this nah, way? No, see, because yeah. that, I don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that shit. Because if you've been abusing me my whole life, you've been making me feel a way, 
or if you've been outcasting me, talking to me crazy, I'm running up on you like a nigga. Fuck that shit. But I get that sentiment. I got the right to be mad. I'm going to let y'all talk. But I get that sentiment. (laughs) I get that sentiment. But when, like, as an adult, like, if you know what your issue is, then why not get the help? You know what I'm saying? Why not practice on your own? If you know, like, hey, I'm triggered or have trauma from this, Mm -hmm. as an adult, it's like, it's one thing for you to, like, say, oh, I don't like I have the issue and I didn't know yeah. but now that you know as a grown adult as a grown man what are you doing to fix it right all of this could have in my opinion all this could have been handled offline mm-hmm. um, and if there were truly as a family I don't and again you know because in um, Kirk's apology he was saying that you know they've been seeking help from a counselor from a you know family therapist mm-hmm. um, I also heard that that laughter that we heard in the video was the actual therapist I don't know how true that is oh wow um, yeah I'm like that is unprofessional like, <laughs> who is a therapist your friend if so that's unethical right um, but like what is going on right but anyway um, this could have all been handled offline I think there's accountability on both sides yes um if his son recognized that you know he had he was dealing with some trauma, like mm-hmm. you said, Jamil had some issues um, as a result of his relationship with his father over the years. Like seek help. You yes. know what I'm saying? Don't look for your don't look for the person that caused you trauma to be the one to fix it. Fix it. Really. You know what I'm saying? Because th- th- that ain't the way. Ayana um, said that. Right. Like Ayana, she <laughs> like, said, listen, you can't go to someone who broke you to fix it. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something about Ayana. People now we we talk shit and we laugh about Ayana because because some of her stuff is crazy. Like, but at the, speaking it be, to the whole. <laughs> speaking to the whole. Beloved. That's always the one. That's always the one. That's the one. But you know, sis, be effective now. She she, she be have effective. Gems, she have gems. You now. trust the process. Um, <laughs> but on the other side too, again, because we got to give these, we got to make these grown men accountable. accountable right. mm-hmm. Kirk, if he knows that he has issues and he is. Uh, prone to snapping on his son mm-hmm. as a result of the relationship that they had over the years too he needs to seek the help that he needs like none of this should have been like it shouldn't have come to this um and again we th- i think I'm, I'm, i agree with you jamil i think my issue with the comments um condoning or supporting kirk franklin mm-hmm. was this excuse um of parents like berating their children yeah. mm-hmm. and being okay with it like being mm-hmm. like man man you know we all F- went through that for, for lack of yeah f them kids man custom kids out you know they, they mm-hmm. they'll they'll take you there they'll piss you off like stuff like that i'm just like well that's that's crazy because as an adult as an adult i get it you know people people have traumas they have experience as, as adults sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, we just yeah. don't know how to handle handle resol- handle conflict so i get it your child ticks you off you fly off the handle you say mm-hmm. things that you don't mean however that should not be the continual like experience of that child like Absolutely they should not. not grow up with you calling them out of their name berating them and making them feel less than a child should be safe with their parents yeah. and even yeah. if you do like pop it is still your responsibility. I don't care how old that kid how old that kid is. You apologize. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I so I want to take it to the kind of the broader sociological issue mm-hmm. that I find in those comments because mm-hmm. I think to me it kind of reinforces this idea that black children are genetically predisposed to being more deserving of harsh treatment. Mm-hmm. So our parents feel like they have to be <sighs> You're the best. A little more hard or have to be yeah. a little tougher or have to be mm-hmm. a little more like have to discipline us harder because okay. inherently we're badder it's we're that, more bad than any other child mm-hmm. right. it's like that whole tough. comment of like 
which to me I think is kind of like, do you hear how you sound? I'd rather for me to abuse it than the world. Okay, yeah. I'm preparing yes. them for the world. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, the world's gonna knock us up. <laughs> yeah, knock us upside the head. We know that. Right. However, I don't necessarily need my safe space. Yeah. Or yes. my support system, system. Exactly. knocking me upside the head. Yeah. I'm exactly. trying to get it. Yeah. Find right. a different way to train me to be right. ready for to to take the hits. Exactly. You, right. you don't have to hit me to do that. Because right. what happens is that child goes leaves your house swinging. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. cause the trouble anywhere they can it, they can do it. And it perpetuates that's the what cycle. Happens. And so exactly. when they have children, they're, they're gonna do the exact same exactly. thing because that's all they know. I'm not saying I might not ever snatch that little bastard. Oh, oh no, for sure. Wait, now that's you know, not me. I mean, they did smear the rise for the child. Okay. <laughs> Discipline is necessary. Sometimes, sometimes you got to snatch that little bastard by his, by, his, by his shirt and you stand over him right. and you let him know. And like, you put yo, the fear of God in him. But yo, let me tell you something. I run this. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. But, but you also right. have, to have to be have careful not to cross that line into abuse because abuse. Right. Yes. some of the comments we saw were, well, my mama called me a slut. Well, my yeah. mama said this. That's, told that's abuse. I told me to kill myself. That's abuse. I think, you know what? So I think like every other type of abuse, the abuser knows who to do that shit with. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm gonna tell. Li- listen. Yeah. Me and Carla would have had to fight. <laughs> and I, and I, and the thing is, like y'all laughing, but I mean, and mm-hmm. she knows that I mean. Like I'm like, yo, you cannot talk. All right, so I'm gonna fight your husband first because we gotta get that off. Right. And then. <laughs> Because you can't talk to me like that. You call me yeah. a slut? What? That's what abusers do, though. They look for the people, people who are vulnerable. vulnerable yeah. Yeah. Are Unfortunately, it's, yeah. the children. it's the children. It's always the children. And sometimes or certain children certain, in the family yeah, unit. Exactly. I couldn't help but look at my own like situation with my parents. Like I'm saying, like I don't say, sit here and say my parents had 100% right along the way. Yeah. But especially as an adult, I just cannot remember a time. For one, I even ever made my parents that upset. Yeah. Or two, for them to have her like blew up and reacted that way mm-hmm. towards me about right. something. Mm-hmm. Because um, now as an adult, it's mostly uh, they support whatever decision I make. They may not mm-hmm. agree with it, but at the end right. of the day, they know I'm an adult. And I'm, at the end of the day, I'm just going to yeah. do what I'm going to yeah. do. You're grown. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, just let us so know. They've been do- so they've You know they've been you. doing this. That's normal for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they're even in like family therapy, and it seems like it's been for a long time, mm-hmm. is indicative enough. But like that's that's normal yeah. action for them yeah and it also shows you that nobody gets to you like family Yes, like Lord. other people, strangers can say things about you, and it doesn't really. Flip. It's a different it type affect, of hurt. Yeah, it doesn't affect you it's like a that. Different trigger. But yeah, when yeah. it's your when it's your parent, when it's your sibling, when it's your cousin, cousin. whoever. Yeah. They say certain things, and it will trigger you. I've seen it in myself. Yeah. You know, people can say all they want to say about me, and I'm like, whatever. Um, but then it's somebody who's closest to me, someone who yeah. knows me, who knows what my life has been like, and has been there. Yeah. And they can say something that to somebody else may seem so innocent but it causes my chest to tighten yeah. i'm ready to flip mm-hmm. i'm ready to fight like mm-hmm. it, it 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 elicits that visceral reaction mm-hmm. in a way nobody else can but going back to what you were saying jonathan i felt like and i don't know if this is in like i'm not saying this is only exclusive to black households but if it seems like that whole did like the discipline aspect of it to be like quick the anger or quick to a certain type of like yeah. violence to certain mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. humiliation like, yeah, humi- yeah, yeah it seems like that's the that's the like the quick go to mm-hmm. and saying like oh that's I had it or I've been raised that way so right. you could be raised that way and it's like for me like we talk about I'm not saying you can't discipline your child of course but for like I would like um I was telling Roger one day I was like for me I want to have them a chance to explain and communicate their feelings. Yes. Like, why do you do this? Like, why do you did this? Just right. Like, I'm not saying like at the end result you still ain't gonna get your ass right, popped. You might get a whooping. <laughs> you still go, You might still. <laughs> yeah. You still yeah. might get a because pop. your reasoning might might make it worse. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So, but still, yeah, I want to be able to correct that habit of you have to explain to me why you did or said this. Because you know, you know why? Yeah. It's also going to make them think it through. Because it's like, yeah. if I yes. get caught, I'm going to have to explain why I did this. Mm. And is my why good enough? Exactly. Like, is my why going to, like, but it you, result a pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that that creates safety right right because they know that they know that okay they, they have options you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i think a lot of times kids grow up without options, options. it's it's no matter what i'm what i do i'm gonna get slapped upside the head yeah. i'm gonna get cussed out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if i i don't know if i wet if, if a kid wets his bed right. you know there is no there's no grace there's no you know compassion is I'm a tagger behind her because you know better. I mean, but you know, because after a while, you 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 get the kid help, right? I mean, you're 15 and you be look, look, nigga. There's something wrong. That's not. But then again, as a parent, as a parent, the onus is on you to get your child the help they need. Yeah. But if something like that happens and you beating them upside the head, they don't feel safe. Like that's something that's embarrassing to them. That's something they don't feel good about. And here you go inflicting more. Exactly, inflicting more trauma, more pain upon them because of something that they can't control right you know and so i think that's that's kind of been been the pattern where children just don't feel safe because parents don't make them feel safe i like the i like what you said about you know explaining why you did a thing yeah because it helps them to think about why they're doing stuff mm-hmm. and that that's responsibility you may, that's accountability right and you there. may find that stuff about your kid you rather probably wouldn't know unless you exactly. ask like oh you was upset why were you upset about something like what happened to made exactly. you upset you know what i'm saying like yeah and it teaches them how to express what they're, they're feeling, feeling. Yes. and that is something that uh, it's not in, it's not exclusive to black households, yeah. right. but it is something that we struggle with as yeah. a people, especially black men, um, in terms because we're not allowed not to, to express anything except anger. Right. right. So you right. know when you can actually calm yourself down, mm-hmm. talk to your kid, and ask why did you do this? You can be stern. Yeah. You can still be the authoritarian yeah. in that situation, but at the same time, you're helping that child learn some communications essential communication skills and so like you said it will help them as they're growing learn how to process through situations how to analyze and think through things Mm -hmm. and then communicate what's happening to them right there are a lot of black children who are silent Mm -hmm. about what they're going through and what they're feeling because they don't feel like mommy will listen they don't feel like daddy's gonna listen i'm gonna get hit someone's abusing me outside of the home Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say anything because the fault they're gonna blame me Me, yeah Mm -hmm. because i'm accustomed to always being blamed for every bad thing that happens right 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 yeah. It's deep. It is deep, and it I is. hate to be—I hate to be this broken record, but I think it goes all the way back to slavery. <laughs> it all does. No, it, it goes all, back to white yes. supremacy. Isn't that it, what they said on? Um, was it Black as Fuck? It was one of them them Kenny Barrett shows. They said every, it was Black as Fuck. Everything goes back to slavery. It seems that way. I'm just saying because that. Think about it. Yeah, Black. People were punished. We were whipped. We were beaten. We were oppressed for we were everything. Told, for all everything. The time. And we were, were told, told we were wrong, you were yeah, dirty, was this mongrel, bad, you was this, yeah, evil, evil yeah. dark, yeah. darky. You know all these things that yeah. you associate with bad and, and negative connotations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you know when attention is paid to us, it's to get you're getting something from us. Yeah. Labor, sex, yeah. our bodies, mm. our you know. Our minds, our creativity, our creativity, creativity culture, are yeah. using yeah. us all the time, right. and so we're just accustomed. And so, what happens to the black family during slavery? Well, families are ripped apart, of course. Mm-hmm. But black men are emasculated by their slave masters. Mm-hmm. They can't inflict the pain that they really want to inflict on their slave masters, so they end up being harder at home yes. because yeah. at mm-hmm. least with my family, I can get this out. 
but it's with oh my gosh the people who are safe because mm-hmm. that's another thing we do as individuals oh my gosh. we take it out on the people, people who we know us. are not going to leave let me let me yeah. tell you something it's so this yeah. is this is so great when we were talking outside earlier i was telling you guys about how like the next two episodes of dtt are everything mm-hmm. one of the things they were talking about um had to do with um gay black men and heterosexual black men and like mm. you know how they're like not matching up they're missing each other and i was explaining trying to explain to them and jason and lou had never heard this before but i'm like the same way our society has um different levels of privilege and a hierarchy mm-hmm. even in our black community there is also a hierarchy absolutely and you absolutely. heterosexual but black you, men sit at the top at of the that top. Yeah. and so but you know why they didn't know that because of how we tell white because men. of privilege because of privilege you never had to one step back and think yeah am i benefiting yeah. from some, over yeah. someone else right. you never had to stop and mm-hmm. think about yep. that absolutely. so what you just said like i'm just like it's it it's it's in the air yeah it's in the air like it's all it all works the same it's yeah. crazy and you're right people tend to take stuff out on people closer yeah. than yeah. who they feel like it's not going to leave they're not going to leave gonna right. be there. below them yeah yeah and, uh, and I also want to not take any credit away for some stuff, some parenting, parenting stuff in households by parents, but especially with black families. Not saying it's exclusive, but sometimes there are certain practices and stuff that's happened where they just did it to simply survive. Yep. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sure. For oh, sure. Just, just to simply to just to yeah. make it from one month to the next. Right. So, um, wait, maybe maybe I'm misunderstanding. So. Yeah, like, you talking about like abuse wise or not ju- abuse wise? Just okay. some stuff that you can look at. Like for instance, um, my 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 father one time had a conversation with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a very tense conversation, but he made a comment about like, "Hey, growing up, there were some things that you kind of like taught us and instilling us." Like as an adult, and he was in the military, he traveled where he realized like, "Hey, that probably wasn't the best thing to mm-hmm. say or do." Yeah, and she got you know kind of defensive. But he, at the end of it, he was like, but I get it. You just, you know, you just taught, did what you was taught and know how right, to do. Right, and you right. just did, you just kind of just, especially having, being a mother of 10 kids, she just Ooh, had to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she, just had, she had to just do certain stuff to like, yeah. just, just keep the just household to, right, and just to survive. Cover yeah. them all. You know what I'm right. saying? Like mm-hmm. where, and that's the thing with, with, with children, like they don't all need the same things. Right. You know? yeah, very true. And so a mm-hmm. uh, certain rule or a certain principle of the house may affect one differently than it affects the other. Yeah. One mm-hmm. might take to it, the other one might feel offended to uh, by it, but you can't say anything because it's like this these are the rules. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's it's kinda of, it's that same, same thing. thing. It's yeah. like whatever whatever applies for the whole house applies for me too, although I may not understand it and mm-hmm. I just gotta take it and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um even if that means it creates, you know, uh, some sort of issue for me later mm-hmm. on in life or if it means that I, I realize okay this is, I know why now this was troubling for me as a mm-hmm. kid mm-hmm. then you come back you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it, it right. becomes a realization later on but no. no I'm sorry I, I didn't mean to rush you or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I think it's also you know Jamil triggered yeah. this as when he was saying what his making his comment we also have to remember that the exploration of feelings is especially for black people, fairly new mm-hmm. yes. because society oh, wow. and yeah. the dynamic of the family has changed. changed. So mm-hmm. back in the 1950s, 1960s, sure. they were having 10 kids because there was farming to be done. Yeah, We were in a mostly agricultural, uh, well, even farther than the 40s, 30s, mostly agricultural Agriculture. society, especially, especially for black, the South, especially yeah. for yeah. black yeah. Southerners. Yeah. So you had all those kids because you needed work mm-hmm. to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't time to really just sit down and say, well, Johnny, how do you feel about like there wasn't right, there right. wasn't that there was, yeah there wasn't time for even it, for like, more of an example like give more context to the conversation because my grandmother has this thing she doesn't want anybody in the family like 
going off too far, like traveling or living too mm-hmm. far. Uh-huh. And at one point when my dad was in college, he was decided to just go to the, like get into the military and to travel yeah. and get a career that way. Yeah. She was totally against that. Mm-hmm. And she he kind of did it against her wishes. Mm-hmm. And it, he was like, if I would have listened to you, I wouldn't have yeah. right. gotten to the place I am in my life right now. Yeah. And, you know yeah. and back then, it was necess- It was more necessity. necessity it was like, like stay together. Yeah, stay like, together. Keep the nucleus family yeah, together. Yeah. Um, but society changes. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is why I have such, I think I have such an issue with tradition period Mm -hmm. because tradition as it stands like it's never really going to you're making it fit as time goes along you're forcing it as time so like that just doesn't work in these days you know i I just no that was going to be one of my arguments when it comes to this whole masculinity is under attack type of thing like Hmm? <laughs> was that a conversation based on this? No, it was just like oh. that was one of my for a future conversation I plan on having oh, with some yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, gotcha. what makes sense then yeah. doesn't necessarily make sense now. now exactly. <laughs> just because just because something has always been dick in a gun. But- Hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like just because it's always been doesn't mean, mean that's the way it should, should be. be. Right? Jesus talked about pouring old wine and in new, in new wine, wine skins. skins. Yeah. Right? And or it's old wine and old, old wine skins. skins. But we need to pour, pour some new, new wine, wine new into wine new wine skins. skins. Things exactly. change. Society change. Cultures. Yeah change our understanding like no yeah. changes yeah and so things that we were once we had to do to survive mm-hmm. we don't have to do like we don't have to have 10 kids to work a farm right yeah. praise god oh no, don't because wow. my ovaries <laughs> my uterus could not right. take it huh? and oh, i said not my womb not my <laughs> womb and more and more people are waiting longer to have children, children and they're yeah. having fewer of them yeah, yeah for the most part mm-hmm. because you don't have that ex that that need, need. anymore to have all yeah. these kids so you can have time to kind of really help your child explore his or her feelings yeah. and now that you got to ask somebody like kiki why um why why oh why like but why are you why? having to why are you doing this that baby <laughs> that baby i just like like I, I bet every she time she cough her stomach fall out every time <laughs> every time ain't nothing intact there no more child nothing yeah. child the last one dragged the uterus out with it child it was like ah <laughs> Ah. We closing up shop. Closing up. All right, enough, girl. Came out looking at her like enough. This is it. But you know, this she says she wants more. Like she wants more. That's like she's bored. She's bored. She's bored. I feel like. I mean, and, uh, hey, listen. I mean, be fruitful, multiply. If that's your thing. Do your thing, it's girl. Because I mean, because I was re- also recognized Old as a woman. Basket. There are women out here who can't. Who right. want you know, you uh, know. Uh, to have a plentiful crop of children, but can't. So I get it. Like you can do it. That's you. That's you. Do your thing, girl. Yeah. Um, but um, they can't outnumber the parents. Again, that's like, my rule. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you jump. United front. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. Listen, we run this. You, you, take, to, you take that one, and I got this one. That, that's yeah. it. Okay. If there's gonna be two, be <laughs> splitting these children. Cause. Um, <laughs> no, um, but no, I mean. Also to, to his point, there's no there's no real necessity for it. some people just want to just you know want some to, people yeah. just enjoy motherhood yeah. they enjoy being a mother you know or, or pa- enjoy being parents you know and so to them I say more power but okay. th- generally like Jonathan said there's there's not a whole need not need for that many children so there's need. there is the opportunity for that one on one parenting you know what I'm saying to mm-hmm. have those important conversations um, also I think. For parents that are under a lot of stress themselves, they tend to take that out on their children. Right. Um, and the more you have, the more stressed you are. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, not Oof. saying that it's again, not saying that it's wrong Majority. to have 
that that many children or as many children as you want, but you you also got to understand that like with more comes more issues. So if you're prone to being stressed out, if you're working two, three jobs just to make it meet, you got five kids. Chances are, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, you out here angry and upset, and at every opportunity you have, you taking it out. Sometimes I can't even imagine what it would be like to have to like. After you know you have those one of those days where it's just like I want to burn everything to the ground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you come home to you know tears in your face, yeah, projectile <laughs> vomiting in your mouth, like in your mouth. <laughs> you know you trying to change the pamper and they peeing on you, like, uh, like and it's just like oh, like I just don't want yeah you know it's just, that, that's see, in those I don't get how people like. Yeah. People just say, oh, it just happens when you become a parent. You just click. I'm like, I don't I, trust it. That switch is going to go off for me. Like, <laughs> I need facts. I pray that it does for me, child. I mean, I pray Lord, the same thing. Yeah. Grace for this. And I think yeah. that's, yeah. and I think you have to do some, if, okay. So I, I want to also break this down too, because there are those of us who are privileged enough to do family planning. Because yes. we are yes. in, an econo- in an economic position gays. where gays, 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 benefit of being gay. I was talking about tax bracket, but I mean, but that's a you know, but for sure that that is something I didn't think about. But you know, if if you're in a certain socioeconomic situation, you may not be thinking that far ahead like we are thinking, and so we have to think about that. That's that's a privilege of ours. And I would say for those of us who are privileged to be thinking about that, Mm -hmm. we really need to understand ourselves. We have to know ourselves and know our partners if you plan to raise children with a partner. Because if you don't have the capacity, if you don't think you can take care of a little, if you have problems managing your stress load now Mm -hmm. and it drives you to a point where you want to like rage and hit things or you're being abusive to the people in your life Mm -hmm. now without a child. You probably need to think twice and maybe even three times right. mm-hmm. about bringing a child into the world because chances are that child is going to trigger you in a way nobody else can or ever has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. just be just really think about it. Right. Um, well, now, the, or- the oracle is spoken, honey. The oracle <laughs> is spoken. I'm gonna we're gonna go to break real quick. Do bop of the week, and we come back. I'm gonna dig into like a couple more specific things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we're gonna start with. I look at these as things that that we in the black community and the black family we kind of deny that they are actually things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to kind of talk about that. Um, one of those things that we're going to start with is going to be what role um, do you think religion plays mm. when it question. comes to the black family, whether positive or negative? That's a, mm-hmm. that's a great question. Um, mm-hmm. We'll come back with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Bible the Weeger. Um, before we, I just want to say really quickly, shouts out to um Jonathan's uh edge up. That shit is sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you see them corners? You see them corners? Listen, listen. That corner sharp, honey. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. barbershop. Hit him up. I like it. Um. Okay, boys and girls. This week's bump on boink. I have two of them. Uh, it is Angel. What? Well, it, they kind of have like a cool connection in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, both songs are covers, and the first song, uh, the artist that it covers is also the artist for the second bop of the week. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Um, all right. So first bop of the week this week is Angel, uh, by John Legend and Stacy. No, is it Stacy Barth? Yeah, Stacy Barth and Stacy Barth. 
Um, it's an interlude, mm-hmm. and that should tell you how much I love the song, the fact that I made a bop of the week, and it's a freaking interlude. Yeah. That was the first song I loved on that album, and I listened to it over and over and over and over again because it's only like a minute and like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's inc- it's I love that really song. How do you, you feel about it? I love it. I, I love it. I, when I first... I just, when that album first released, I remember listening to the whole thing. I, I like that album. Actually. It's a good album. I'll go yeah. back. I'll go back to it um, every now and then. But uh, when I've heard that, I was like, mm-hmm. "Come on, y'all!" And the thing is, I'm real particular about like original songs and the artists, yeah. especially by certain artists. So like, um, oh help me, Lord, um, Anita Baker song because yeah. we know the original is it's an Anita Baker song, right? Um, and I'm always real funny about people doing covers of yeah. Anita Baker because it's hard. she has such a unique voice. voice. And I'm just like, listen, if you ain't going to come correct, don't come at all. <laughs> but when I heard that one, I was like, wow, that it's is beautiful. Amazing. Stacey has such a beautiful voice. The way voice. she slid yes. into the song, she just uh, she glided. It just, <laughs> yeah, I was... Mm. <laughs> so it's so good yeah. oh my god it's so I good. love it I love She's it incredible. so much um, yeah so yeah I, I loved it from the time I heard yeah, it I, I was like it. this is good mm-hmm. you like it too no yeah I really do I'm a big um, of John's old stuff yeah. I'm a big fan same yeah, um, Evolver <laughs> that Evolver and um, this album what's the name of um, this album Love uh, in the Future those two are my favorites from him I like the one before like Evolver. Evolver what was that one like? um, oh um not the one that has Save Room. Please don't say that. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely despise that album. His. Really? I couldn't stand that album. It sounded song, too European again. for me. It wasn't giving me what I needed. I liked it because it had like a Beatlesque um, sound to me. Certain songs. Yeah, I, liked it. I, liked I didn't, it. I didn't yeah, love it. it was, yeah, it was I didn't love it. Mm-mm. Um, no, mm-hmm. I love it. I come surprised he won a Grammy for Bigger Love. No, I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, but Anita told us not to play her music no more until she get her masters. I was gonna make that point. So I didn't. Oh, I didn't stream I don't get lately. Preparing for the Bob the Week because I'm like, Auntie told us not to stream her music. But I know the song. I mean, I know the song, I know but the yeah, song. right. I, I heard her like, sing it before. Not, Second Bob of the Week is also a cover. It is by Anita Baker, yes. and the song is "Lately," which was originally done by Tyrese. Which I ain't gonna lie to you, is one of my favorite songs from that era. I really? think t- I love it's something about the way it's that that man word. sings that song and it's just like I, I feel like his it. Voice. I love that song. So to hear this and to hear it in such a different way, mm-hmm. the entire melody is mm-hmm. different, the cadence is different, of course the tone is different, everything. It took me a little while to appreciate it, mm-hmm. but it's one of my favorites now. Like yeah. I, I love both of them equally in different ways. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it. And then now. So back to my point, my previous point about doing originals. Mm-hmm. I don't like people. I don't like everybody doing Anita stuff. Right. But if Anita do your song, you know she. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So Anita can cover anything. Uh-huh. Don't y'all be out here covering everything of Anita. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, she she definitely um, brought a different flavor. Different yeah. Say, yeah, that's she brought her. a that's different. That's who she is. Yeah, she brought, she, a, yeah, she brought a different thing to the song. I like the original too. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of the. Yeah, probably one of my favorite Tyrese songs. I don't yes. have a whole lot of favorites from him, and I struggle with Tyrese. I don't think right I have now. A anyway. But <laughs> that one and um and Shame. I think Shame is, shame is, is amazing. Good. Shame I is like, amazing. He sang his face off on that song. I enjoy I Shame. I like Stay. Too. I think I like. I have a favorite Tyrese song, but the Black Rose album was a good album. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her. And I don't. I, I I didn't listen to it, so I don't know. Black Rose. I enjoy Baby Boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes, husband. Yes. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, so bops of the week this week uh, are Angel by John Legend and Stacey Barth and uh, Lately by Anita Baker. Um, you can find those two songs updated on the Bop of the Week Season 4 playlist on Apple Music. You're welcome. Let's get back to the show. Hey, girl, we back, bitch. So, the question I left off on, um, what role does religion play in the black family uh, dynamic, uh, positives and negatives? I'm going to be honest and mostly lean on the negatives for me, but... Um, <laughs> Y'all go ahead and have fun with that. How did y'all leave? Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll address some of the positive. I'll do both. I'll address positives and negatives. So I think positively, um, one of the things I think that we find in the intersection between black people and their faith life is resilience. Mm-hmm. And I think for okay, many yeah. black people, given the centuries of oppression and hardship, um, faith and religion and church have been sanctuaries, right. have been places of comfort and solace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also, you know, regardless of what your belief system is, I think most, I mean, I say many people will agree that the values that you find in particular, in Christianity in particular, because I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's what we're leading yeah, to. we're definitely talking about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should just say that. I mean, when I say religion, I mean Christianity. Christianity. Yes. Um, the values are good. You know, you the are thing, they? Yes, <laughs> certain values. Certain certain values. Certain. I mean, <laughs> generosity. Yeah. Love. Like those are yeah those are values that have been yeah. espoused. Community. Community. Yeah. Um, that sure. really are, <laughs> that are part and parcel of the black experience. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um. So I think it's been good in that. It's been good for us in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Now without oh go ahead. I just want to plug. Well, you nerd, like to plug things, don't you? Nerd. That's your oh. problem now. You know me. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I having a nerd moment. PBS has a documentary mm. called The Black we Church. Have not watched I have not watched it yet, but I'm that's hey. one of my yes. things I want to watch. It's on my Absolutely. list too. It's on, it's on, on our list. list. Yes. yes, I didn't know PMS was still a network. I'm, I'm, PBS. Su- I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> they still around, girl. PBS. Okay, they got some good yeah. stuff. They got some yeah. good documentaries. They do. You know, they I would do. Doc- I like a little documentary. So is, do I. is Nova still on? There's no. Do they still play Nova? They do Nova special. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Henry Louis Gates did one called The African Americans that was really good. So I'm just going to plug that real quick. Many Rivers, right? Many Rivers. Yes, yes, he did. uh, So anyway, yes. So church and Christianity, I think, have been places of sanctuary and Mm -hmm. peace and harmony for our people. Negatively, though, um, I think it has definitely been because there has, I feel... um, a gross misinterpretation of scripture um, and a almost diabolical um, way it has been kind of steeped in culture. Yeah. Um, I think it has Christian, I think the church, let me put it, not Christian, the church has been particularly harmful as well in that it has fostered abuse. Yeah. Um, it has oh, nurtured yeah. misogyny. Misogyny. Um, it has nurtured. Um, infidelity mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it has it has yeah. it has picked is picked and chosen um the yeah. things it will support and the things it will condemn come right. on now um yeah. and in doing mm-hmm. that it has other people yep. within our own community 
Yeah. Um, it has discriminated against people and hurt people within our own community. And I think in, in our the, own families, in our own families, and in the context of households, um, I think it also has created a culture of silence in a lot yes. of ways. Mm-hmm. That um, you know that. Or even, yeah, in terms of, okay, well, you may have an issue with this, but pray it away. Yeah. And so it mm. doesn't allow for everybody to be as expressive or to be as free to talk about the things that are actually going on in the family. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we could pro- we could go around the table right now and probably think of things that have happened in our families that nobody will talk about. Mm-hmm. These skeletons in the closet. And so we brush over it with this. Well, you know, that was then or right. such and such repented or we're just going to forgive. <laughs> okay, girl. Um, Forgiveness. But that person is still causing harm and the family has mm-hmm. never been brought to account for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I think in that way, it has it has been a little damaging. And I want to just be clear when I'm talking about the church, I'm not ta- I'm not equating that with actual, genuine, authentic Christianity and belief. Right. I right. am equating that with the institution of the church. Um, which has been a mechanism of control and manipulation. Right. This is where my problem lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is why I think. And so I want you to guys, you guys to know, I actually just said something to them that's actually family business, and we're gonna now you guys can pick up. So just yeah. take it from here. Yeah. This is why I think all of this Christian Christianity stuff is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't believe in the way that I've been taught. I, mm-hmm. I, I do not think it's correct. None of it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just logically does not add up. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I'm mm-hmm. saying I just don't believe the way that Christians believe. I don't identify that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the reason why stuff like that is just like the you, you're, you're rigid. You don't mm-hmm. because... Bishop so-and-so told you mm. that this is what right. it is. Mm. And they they drove that interpretation of the book down your throat. Like you continue no matter what. So you still think I'm going to hell. You still mm. think that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's still the vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is why I don't have much positive to say mm-hmm. about, you know, what Christianity does within the black family. Because I think it really does cause a lot of unnecessary trauma mm-hmm. i think even from an early age for me I, I i'm not gonna force my kids to go to church that is your decision mm-hmm. i'm not i dealt with a lot of abuse having to, to be in church as much as i was mm-hmm. hearing and seeing a lot of the things that i that i mm-hmm. saw and i know what that did to me it, it took a lot of my own identity away from me mm-hmm. I had to figure out who the hell I was at 24 because my whole life was, you know, yeah. church, 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 hate yourself, hate yourself, hate yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that to my kid. Yeah. I'm just not. Like, I don't, I just, I don't have a good, I don't have good feelings about it. I, me, me and God, are, we, we cool. We cool. We have our own relationship and we do it our way and, and it works and we're both happy in that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I believe, I just don't believe most of anything that that Christians quote unquote stand stand for, I don't, because those values, those the good values that they have, can be found in good people of any religion. Yeah, but that 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 toxic shit is a lot of that stuff is is very much theirs. They own that a lot of it. Well, when it comes to the black family, I think because if the black the parents will lean on that shit when it comes to gay stuff. What the Bible says, you ain't going in my house because, bitch, <laughs> I'm going to still suck this dick <laughs> at the end of the day. 
no matter what your Bible say. So, okay. <laughs> well, not to you know, not to negate your experience, your feelings, your experience. <laughs> but just back, he said, I kind of agree with, pretty much agree with Jonathan, Jonathan, though, about the positives, like the community, mm-hmm. the family, the resilience, and to, you know. What it what it means like to actually be there and be in fellowship with other people, um, especially with family. But I agree with you with the negatives, mm-hmm. and when it, and all the, uh, the word that keeps popping up in my head when I think about it is rigid. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of rigidness in um, when it comes to how the, the black family sometimes would take mm-hmm. aspects of the you know uh, some tra- just some tradition. Not mm-hmm. some tradition is really not really steeped in anything mm-hmm. like. Biblical, sometimes it's just right. like, yeah, this is just how we've, we've always, always done, done it. it. Yeah. Um, and so, I just wish the whole rigidness would like if you could just see things like if we can just let go of certain because traditions are there for a, re- or for a reason to respect, you know, to kind of respect and learn from. But yeah. I feel like it's so much more would be gained from learning how to adapt to the times mm-hmm. I just, and adapt I just have- to what's like. Socially and culturally is going on. Right. You know? And learning just how to genuinely love people, right? right. That's literally like, what it is, yeah. That's real that's really yeah. what it comes down to. And I think about it like this, you know, Christ himself would not be meeting people with, you know, you are you know, you are your sin. Now, will or you are whatever it is that you're struggling with. Um, or whatever it is, whatever whatever you're dealing with. He wouldn't right. meet you with, you know, you going to hell. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, when you think about the uh, story of the woman at the well, Christ asked her, you know, where's your husband? He knew. Um, she was like, well, child. Um, <laughs> you know, I, he's like, um, he was like, well, yeah, I know. You got, you know, you have more. Was it you like have you five. Have, you have five. You're living with the now. Is it's not, you're it's not, not your husband. Exactly. You have more than one husband. And so, you know, it was kind of like, it was a moment where she knew that he knew what she had done, but mm-hmm. he still embraced her in love, you know, mm-hmm. told her to go on, like, go forth, you know, don't, you know, what is it? Don't send, did he and tell her? No go no, yeah, yeah, go forth and send no more. And she left, like, rejoicing, like, come meet, and told everybody, come meet this man. Like, he told me everything about myself, did not condemn me, told me to just go on, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to live my life and, 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 and be free, or whatever like that. And so I think about it, and, and, and what we do to our families, and that's, again, that's anything, that's, that's whoever you love, if you if you're same gender loving, if you are selling drugs, if you're selling your body, if you, uh, if whatever it is that the church would look at and be like, that ain't it. If you're mm-hmm. stealing whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, we we look at those things that the church condemns, and we meet it with immediately with, well, the Bible says this, 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 and this. Instead of meeting them from a place of love. And, and and meeting them with God and who God is yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and what he represents and what Christ re- you know what I'm saying, represents. It's always, well, this is what I'm saying because the Bible says so. And it's like, you're not taking the time. You're not even taking the time to meet these people where they are, to meet people that you don't agree with True. where they are. You True. know what I'm saying? To, to actually speak to them from where they are. And again, you can use different examples from right. the Bible, from Christ, you know, about how to engage with people that you agree with. And that's where the church at large has dropped the ball. Yeah. You know, and, I, and, and I, they, they, people have cherry picked, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, like so. they said, like you, you choose what you're going to, what you're going to accept. You, you choose what you're going to dismiss. And, and homosexuality has been that thing for a very, very long time. It's so played out. It's so old, girl. Like, let's yeah. get a new bag at this point. Like, 
And I think even though beyond the church when it comes to homosexuality, yeah, man, I think um, you're going somewhere. Sorry, mm-hmm. I if, know it. If we talk about, if we're looking at the black family, it has been a very convenient cover for the fear. Mm-hmm that has existed among black people about gay people for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's easy to point to the church and say, well, the, it says X, Y, Z, you'll be condemned men sleeping with men. And so I think the reason the black church in particular has latched onto that mm-hmm. is because, again, there is an undercurrent of fear mm-hmm. regarding gay people. Why, fear though? What? what is that? Let me. This is why I feel about it. This mm-hmm. is because fear for what? Because what I'm thinking about is the whole this traditional like rigidness thing where it felt like, especially when it comes to straight men and like I hear a lot of them talk like, oh, certain certain stuff is being taken away from the black man. They want to have yeah. That, it's that fear and that fear of the losing thing privilege. you want to mimic mm-hmm. what white men have. Yeah, losing yeah. privilege. Yeah, you losing want to privilege. mimic that patriarchy. You, you see, patriarchy. you see equality as a yeah. threat. Yes, mm-hmm. you see it and you saying, Oof. no, I, you know, saying you. Because, again... Ooh, the whole text going to hate to hear it, honey. I mean, <laughs> I'm ready for you. Um, <laughs> no, because it, 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 it is that to a sense. Because, again, that's growing... Like, in this country, that's all we can model. Mm-hmm. A family and Absolutely. masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's feminine. And if we model it off, especially when it comes to minorities in the country, mm-hmm. you model off, you, you model off the, like, white patriarchy. Absolutely. Yeah. You do. And so, Absolutely. like you said, that fear of, of like, oh... Uh, gay men, or especially gay black men and black mm-hmm. uh, gay black women, um, being in a sense seen as on equal footing, mm-hmm. yeah. you lacking something, right? Yes, it's yes. it's because it's so different, right? We're afraid of what that well, what it'll mean for us. Here's an example. So when I I mean I don't know if I've told this story before on here or not, but when I was um when I was about six or seven years old, I was young. I was walking at in our kitchen. Get something out the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and I have my—I can't really—I have my hand up, like, like y'all can see. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, it, oh, yeah. Looked, it looked limp, yeah, <laughs> like uh-huh. limpress, yeah. And so my dad saw that and went off, went off. Oh wow! Because there is a deep seat. There was a deep seated fear in him that mm-hmm. I would be gay, and so what he saw was a feminine attribute. Mm-hmm. Got you. And where does that stem from? That stems from the way he was raised. Mm-hmm. My. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. But my, <laughs> my dad was sexually abused as a child. Mm. Um, so there's trauma yeah, wrapped yeah. up in that. I get mm-hmm. that. There is the culture that he born and raised in Lake City, South Carolina. Child. There's the culture in which Ooh, he lived. Chile. So yeah. if there were you know, there weren't many gay people walking around, and if they were, yeah. they were definitely under wraps, right. keeping yeah. it concealed. Yeah. They were there, trust me. They, they were, were there. there. Yes. <laughs> but they were concealed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's just this idea of we don't want to participate in anything that puts more attention on us. Right. Yeah. Because anytime attention is paid to us, mm-hmm. there's pain to follow. Right. And so I think that's part of it. And when you tra- trace back the history of homosexuality in this country, at, at a time where it was heavily discriminated against, like you said, like you, did, like you said before, it's like, especially like, because I, I was reading a book about this, like especially like in the 20s, mm-hmm. when there was a, like a heavy crusade in this country against homosexuality, mm-hmm. especially with black people in the whole, this whole respectability of politics, mm-hmm. they yeah. did not want to be associated with anything yeah. that could further what they thought it would damage their improvement. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, it was this big 
like right along with showing how to show white people, hey, we can do the same thing. We're good just as we're you. We're just like you. We're just like yeah. you. We're going to go along with the lines and say, right. yeah, homosexuality is not a thing. Right. That's yeah. crazy. It's not going to be a thing for us. It's yeah. so deep. So it really all does go back to slavery, huh? <laughs> I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. Let's, let's talk about, let's see if. Oh, yeah, what's um, next on the list? <laughs> let's see if hiding abuse and protecting abusers mm-hmm. goes back to slavery, too. So what what the hell's yeah, up with that but in the. Uh, <laughs> Because one thing we do well in the black family is is lift that rug up and sweep the dust under yes, it, honey. We do, we do that real good. We have even the, even the even if even it's your even if it was your brother that was abusing your daughter, you you mm-hmm, mm. and you know it was happening, mm-hmm. and you let it happen. Mm-hmm. We'll sweep it under the rug though, because you know we all got every we all got that one uncle, don't we? Fuck that shit. Right. Right. And, and I, I mean to even acknowledge that, like now, like to say, every family got that one uncle or that one fa- or the one relative that is just like not all there. Right. You're making an excuse for this person. Absolutely. No matter what they're doing, like you're making it, you're actively making an excuse, and you're normalizing something that should not be normal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like say that. something that should not be a thing is a thing, and I think. There's so many things wrapped up in this because we think about, you know, even trauma laughter or trauma joy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like things mm-hmm. like that. Like we use these things, we talk about these people that have, um, that have, you know, harmed um, mm-hmm. family members. And you think about them like, oh, they're the crazy one. You know, oh, you know, they're just crazy. They just, you know, do whatever. But we just kind of laugh it off as right. if, like, again, it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. These things are not supposed to happen. Children are not supposed to be abused by people that are supposed to be safe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By family members, the one that's supposed to that's supposed to protect them and, and keep them safe and protect them from, you know, the ones, the, the strangers. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And these things should not be happening, but. We do it. I mean, you know, and it happens. And then in return, again, I think it goes back to that whole goes back to respectability politics because mm-hmm. in a family it's like okay well we can't have that drama at our doorstep mm-hmm. we can't have people knowing that this is happening mm-hmm. so we're gonna handle this on the inside we're gonna keep it from the world <laughs> and we're gonna keep it from the world and and you know just make like it never happened yeah. mm-hmm. and they say we're going to deal with this in-house, but it's not dealt with. Mm-hmm. Because then the child that has suffered the abuse um, is then silenced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't you say nothing. You know, and, you know, it's just going to be okay. There's no help for this child. There's no therapy. There's no, there's no, sometimes not even um, any physical, you know, right, help right. for them. None, mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. And they're going years and years and years carrying this thing or years and years and years having it buried because mm-hmm. that's a thing too mm-hmm. some yeah. people it happens and then they hide it and yeah. it doesn't show up again until they're 40 50 years old yeah. and they yeah, wake man. up in a hot sweat or cold sweat or whatever because they realize because they realize wait i was touched as a right. child mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying right. then what you do with it because you haven't lived all your life you no know? lie no lie i um maybe like three or four weeks ago um i had a huge epiphany um adjacent to um pretty much a meltdown mm-hmm. so never been and still to this day not mad at my biological father like I, i'm not upset with no harbor any like ill will or anything like that but he just wasn't you know he just wasn't great mm-hmm. right and but I, I always could see where it affected me i knew it affected me in my life and i can see where but it never like ever hit me on an emotional level mm-hmm. ever like not once and there I was standing in my boyfriend's kitchen one night mm. 
And honestly, he got in the shower and I put something in the trash and I just literally stood there in one spot the entire time he was in the shower. I stood there and I stayed at the wall and I just started like putting shit together. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so I'm like this because of that, which leads back to this. Mm -hmm. And I react like this and leads back. And I literally put it all together. I stood there. I was there so long, he actually got out of the shower and Mm -hmm. came out and he, he was like, yo, you okay? And I looked at him and I was like, my father ruined me and mm-hmm. I fucking fell apart. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I guess there it is, girl. Finally, <laughs> like <laughs> only almost 36 years old, but there we go. So like, that's yeah. real. Like yeah. it just hits you sometime mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. One of the biggest disservices that, uh, here, here I go taking it back to slavery. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest disservices leveled against black, comp- black people is the fact that, and I encourage everybody to listen to a lecture called Post-Traumatic Slave Disorder, Mm -hmm. because we have never received any kind of mental health counseling Mm -hmm. or or that a very effective, which I would consider a very effective reparation, mental health counseling on a national level for all black people, free, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. to deal with our traumas, because trauma travels, Mm -hmm. and it stays, and it buries, and it burrows mm-hmm. inside of you mm-hmm. and something so trivial will trigger something mm-hmm. that you have never noticed so you were talking about that and i was i was thinking about um a moment in 2015 where i was watching a movie called the road within and it's this movie about three young people who have disorders of some type some type one has Tourette's mm-hmm. the other's ocd and the other is bulimic. Okay. And so they, their parents send them to this facility, this rehabilitation facility, and they become really close friends, and they decide to go on a road trip because the, the young man with Tourette's, his father is running, I think, for a governor's seat, and he wanted to send his son away because he didn't want to risk that embarrassment. Right. And so he decides, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go mm-hmm. and find out where he's campaigning next, and we're going to show up. And so they go on this mat, they escape the facility and go on this massive road trip. And at one point, they stop along the way, and oh no, he reunites with his father, and he and his father are having a conversation. He kind of breaks down, and he said something, and I can kind of feel the emotion swirling in me now. Um, he said something along the lines of, um, "You know, his son was asking him, why did you always send me away? Why didn't you want to be around me? What did I do?" Mm-hmm. And his father was like, I, I, "I was ashamed because my son had Tourette's, mm-hmm. and it, it was something, and it's something mm-hmm. else he said." And out of nowhere, mm-hmm. I burst into tears. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm 24 years old, mm-hmm. working a full-time job, thinking, okay, any issues I have with my dad, who was in the household, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who was, you know, he was there. He was physically available, but not always emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm right. thinking I should be fine. Mm-hmm. But I think what that conversation triggered in me were these deep-seated feelings that I always felt like I was the son my father never wanted because mm. I wasn't athletic like my brother. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a drinker like my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. My brother and my father have a lot of those things in common. Gotcha. And I was the bookish geek that he was afraid was going to be gay. Gotcha. And so I, he treated me out of that, out of that fear because his, his deep-seated fear about me wasn't so much who I would love, but that, I would, that what happened to him as a child would happen to me and if i did anything to show people that I was potentially that way right right that yeah, i'd be abuse. a target oh yeah, trust me we know mm-hmm. yeah we know and so yeah. 
And so that crazy. that translated it's into crazy. as I was growing up, just feeling like there was always some kind of disconnect between the two of us. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm just we're so different in that way, and mm-hmm. it was hard for us to relate. And so there were those feelings that I thought I was past. That I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Like we had we've resolved our things. We had our conversation. We're good. We have a great relationship now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sticks with you. That yeah. trauma, yeah, yeah it sticks stick with, with you. Yeah. You know what I will say scared me about that was that I, there's another thing in my life that I've never had emotion about. And it, you mentioned it earlier, I was sexually abused. Mm-hmm. And I've never had any emotion about it. And I'm like, okay, girl, like, can mm-hmm. can we come now? Can we get it over with? Like, because if it's, if this is the party now, I just want to get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really crazy how that type of stuff works, man. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, it really, is. really crazy. And it's reinforced by, to get back to the original prompt mm-hmm. it's reinforced by our tendency especially as black people to hide mm-hmm. so we hide yeah. the bad and what i wanted to say when yvonne was talking i'm sorry i don't mean to monopolize the mic now you good man but um i wanted to specifically talk about abuse against women and children by at the hands of men yes so yes, yes, yes. while i'm not you know women have definitely been complicit in abusing black children as well right absolutely these yes. are the facts however um when it comes to men and abuse and how we have a tendency to surround them and i'm thinking about so many different situations from rappers getting shot in their feet <laughs> you know like all these wow. kind of things yeah and how we just surround the perpe- the per- people who are you know uh, perpetrating these crimes yeah, against yeah. people and abusing them mm-hmm. and why we do that why do we protect men especially mm-hmm. I, it goes back to slavery. Because <laughs> my thinking about this is, and my belief is that we have perpetu- we've carried that protection, especially black women have carried that down through the generations mm-hmm. that such and such may be beating me or such and such may be raping me or such and such may be depriving me of something, mm-hmm. but I will never let the world know because Yo. what the world will do to my loved one mm-hmm. is so is hang them from a tree. Yeah. And because even though this man is beating me to pieces, wow. I would rather take the abuse than let some white man come Woo. and hang him from a tree or let the criminal justice system mm-hmm. come and take him away. That's why in situations where abuse is allowed to continue in black relationships, we find women protecting and men. See, and see, it's that, it's like you, it's that, and I'm going to say it in a more ratchet getaway. Please. It's that down ass bitch mentality that's really fucking up the thing. Okay. Yeah. Send yeah. that nigga to fucking jail for beating your ass <laughs> and he won't beat your ass no more. I'm not, I'm oversimplifying yeah. it, but like you can't protect him, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, you can't. And that's um, a hard thing to get is. across. It's, it's hard tough. To, and I'm, I'm uh, again, I am it, oversimplifying it. I'm sensationalizing yeah. for the show. I get it. No, but, but that's real. That's that's what that it boils real. down to at the end of the day. Yeah, there's a book I'm reading called At the Dark End of the Street, and it's about mm. um and it's the it, the story revolves around Rosa Parks and how much she was actually a freedom fighter throughout her whole like mm. life. Mm-hmm. But the book really deals with the sexual abuse that black women during the 40s, 50s, and 60s mm. went through and wow. how they were major like players in the civil rights movement. Wow. But they was erased yeah. due to the fact some of the, like some of the stuff he was talking about and how men was kinda like um upheld in the community oh, yeah. so oh, where yeah. they just kinda took the face of the movement. Yeah. Especially when it came to like a lot of high profile cases. Mm-hmm. Um it just really broke down like how uh, especially with the Boy, like for example, the bus boycott. Mm-hmm. Um, how a woman, I think her name was Joanne Robinson. 
um, she was the one who really actually planned like mm. the logistics day in day out wow. of the boycott. Yeah. yeah. But since Martin was such a great speaker, they kind of made the ministers made a decision to make him the face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And kind of like make the women play the background. Mm-hmm. Um. But when it comes to and it, but just it, it, I just I just yeah. got such a, a fantastic. I actually put it in my phone just now. A great idea for another topic. We just going we gonna talk about black patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna stack the table real nice. I'm I mean, stack the table. it's an issue, issue, and it strike me. It might be today, a series. It strikes me in how in conversations, the, how conversations are going today between black men and women mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Because mm-hmm. um, you've had, which, like you said, you have some women who are complicit in, or don't know how much they internalize misogyny of their, you know, their selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how they can perpetuate some of, some of those same ideas mm-hmm. and traditions that work against themselves. Yeah. Um, and just the how like to come, white women, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like white, no, like yeah. white women, they, they like the women, thing. you know, in yeah. general, we can say yeah. can't internalize misogyny and not realize mm-hmm. like they're you know perpetuating these ideals, and it just when it comes up like men and women, some of the conversations that you would see are happening, and it's this thing of, and I, you see it in white men too, this whole victimhood thing, mm-hmm. men oh are going God. through. Mm. Oh shit! I'm you. I literally just saw that parallel because. In in this season, mm-hmm. white no no shade, but heterosexual white men and heterosexual black men are both like so they're so victim me right. They're giving me victim vibes all day. Mm-hmm. And it's both. Like, That's wild. What like what is it about women or even LGBTQ being on the same footing that triggers you so much or make mm-hmm. you feel like you're being mm-hmm. victimized mm-hmm. in some way? Yeah. Like even like Something's most recently with that guy from B2KJ book. Um, saying they're talking about um, uh, what's the way Wayne's daughter's name? Um, Zaya. 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 J. Book said something. He said something basically mm. like brought this whole demonic and this this masculine and men type J. of thing. It's like like what y'all can literally just shut up. Like who's who's <laughs> even walking, a little even a little mama situation. But who's walking up to you? Mama? Yeah, little mama too. She, <laughs> she child just, Safari. All of them has recently came out and says things about against trans about people. Zaya. No, about really? tra- yes, about trans people. Who is asking the question yeah. though? Why, why do people think that Little Mama or Safari or right. what's the other or J Bug would be the authority to ask about trans? Shit? Like they don't know shit about that. <laughs> but, Try but, asking a trans person. But How my, about that? Yeah, but my thing is, what is it about these situations are making you feel like your quote unquote masculinity is being attacked? Oh, I just right. hate people. Humans what are the is, worst. What makes you? And you got to think. If people don't think about like how. Social constructs and socialization. What socialization? What about what about the whole concept of man makes you feel like it has to be this, this, and this in order for you to be a man? Right. Yeah. Yes. Why does yes. it have to go beyond yeah, anatomy? anatomy? Right. <laughs> Why does it have to be all these different, different things, things that defines masculinity? I think yep. it's. I think honestly, yeah. it starts from when people learn that they're pregnant and they just start planning their fucking kid's life. It starts there. <laughs> no, because honestly, when that kid comes out, you have a boy. I'm putting blue on you. Yeah. We're going to put a truck in your hand. That's a good point. We're yeah. going to do this. We're going to do that. So we're going to tell you who the social hell you are. Yes, so, yes, social conditioning. I don't yeah. even... You, let, your, let your kid introduce themselves to you. But you don't... So, but you don't... Some people don't realize how... Even you, sometimes yourself, you don't realize how in, how you internalize things. Sometimes you, know, you unconsciously think it. Mm-hmm. You unconsciously believe yeah. it. Yeah. And you don't know why. And it's like, well, why do I believe that? Why do, mm-hmm. why do I have that idea? It's because... It. 
I just always been taught that way. Like, that was yeah. always right. been the thing. Yeah, the like nobody cool. has ever ever <laughs> challenged that. Even you even have to think about like even with concepts of like stay at home dads. How you remember how controversial Ooh. that used to be? Mm. If oh, a I woman just making the most money in the household, right. is the breadwinner. Yeah. That's still an issue. Sometimes that man has a better temperament to stay home with the kids. And sometimes, and sometimes, what it is? Like yeah, like what say? What is it that says society says a man can't be a nurturer? A man can't nurture right. and take care of kids the same way a woman. Let can. me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing, two things, and three things. The way that my uterus twists up <laughs> when I see a video of a good-looking man taking time with his kids on the gram or doing, I'd be like, you know what, you and, and that's and that's the you know what it's great to see. That's a beautiful thing to see. But realize how shocking that is. You see a man it should be the expectation, it should be the expectation, but yeah. that's so shocking. It should yeah. be the rule, not yeah, the exception. Especially. Even when it comes to like even showing affection between other men, you, yeah. you can be straight, oh. like yeah, showing like showing either some to some level yes. of affection towards another yes. man. Just you know, what I'm saying in some way, it's right. like oh, right. you don't do that. That's yeah. how a pause like, or stuff man, like that. Why why can't you just hug a man and just hug a man and not just hug, hug me, a man bro. right now? Yeah, no you're talking. Dog, it's bro. another human. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. another human. I'm being. like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? No homo. I'm fam. Uh, I I one arm church hugged you. What you talking about? It makes me roll my eyes every time. And you just have to think about like again. I'm not going to sit here because sometimes if they get on that, I know certain people are like yeah, it's a man bashing thing. But also, women sometimes can, man, perpe- fuck that, man. can perpetrate oh, it too. Sometimes, can, especially when it comes to raising sons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, like, I've seen mm-hmm. them. Oh, I've seen them be terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Listen, I absolutely, because they mad at the damn daddy. Or like you did, how they internalize, yeah, yeah. how they mad at it, yeah, how they mad at it, or how they internalize certain stuff where they mm-hmm. think it's acceptable for them yeah. to go through or be treated a certain way. So they 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 raise a misogynist mm-hmm. because. Mm. Like that's or, what they used to. Unfortunately, or they, or they raise sons with mommy issues because we talk about daddy yeah. issues and girls oh, yeah. having daddy issues yeah. or, or, or men having daddy yeah. issues. Yeah. But then you raise um, boys that have mommy issues, mm. where daughters who have mommy issues, daughters who have mommy issues. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 on, that's but one of the harder ones to see. Speaking that's, specifically whew. to sons, because you know that people always say, you know, you can't raise, you can't raise a woman, can't raise a man, mm-hmm. and what they mean by that is a man in the sense of society, like societal society. norms. Yeah. Um. So you have a mother who's like you said, could be angry with the with the child's father for not being there and feeling like they got to take on the burden of raising this boy. So they, you know, speak to that that boy in a certain way. They beat him up, you know, like hitting him, punching him, doing you gotta whatever. Tough, gotta you gotta rough him up. up. Mm-hmm. You gotta toughen him up and make him, mm-hmm. you know, ready for the world. It's not that and works. what happens is that young boy grows up, and I know I know people personally that do this. He grows up, he's angry. He's angry because one, his father wasn't there. He's also angry because his mother, who's supposed to be who the the one that is there, mm-hmm. was not safe for him. Again, it comes goes back to safety. Like mm-hmm. the, the feeling like the person that's supposed to be with me, because mm-hmm. one left. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if, right. then we're talking in the case of a single mother. One left, and the one that's here isn't treating me well or right. has not treated me well. So then you go. So then that young boy go. He grows up. He's angry. Then he perpetuates that same thing because all women, according to him, are just raggedy. Right. And ain't none of them worthy of respect. Ain't none of them worthy mm. of love. And then what? Ha- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man. And then what happens when they get into relationships with women? They dog them out exactly because they're getting back at mommy. They're getting back at m- exactly because now it's, they're it's exhibiting the control over the situation that they did not. They did not have experience or the growing up or the whole. 
this expectation even when it comes to dating, this super masculinity perception that people women sometimes can have on men too. Like anything that oh is my considered gosh. soft is like, yes. like it's it's it's, a, it's really, yes. really it's like using an umbrella. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Eating a banana. Gay. What? Eating salad. Eating salad. <laughs> is gay. Are like, you like, kidding me? No, no, two so men going it, to breakfast together. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a kid like, on stage joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but, no. but oh, sorry. I was no. going to make reference to this. Um, there was this list that the root, um, really smart, very smart brothers on the root created. Mm-hmm. It's it's it was created it's in jest. It's satire, yeah. okay. but it, there's a whole list of things that people that that straight men believe about about uh, people if they do certain. <laughs> I things. even so, saw yeah. a tweet, and I know it was a whole. I think me and Judah talked about this about how. A girl said she think it questionable that her boyfriend watches like um what's that show, um at the paint uh, at the paint oh my gosh uh, P Valley P Valley okay yes I haven't even seen the show I know that because he watches. P Valley. What's wrong? I it's haven't seen the show, so I don't understand don't why. It's, about, it's, it's a show about strippers, it's about strippers, strippers and stuff yeah. like that. Basically, it's a show about strippers. So why would that be? His, quite? But his masculinity got caught in question because again, it's a show about I don't know. Are they males? Mm-hmm. 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 See, and see, and see <laughs> another reason why men might be treating y'all like because one of the main shit. characters what? is a yeah. Um, we don't know if he identifies as trans or not, but he's right. he. Dresses and kind of identifies nah, as man, a you woman. Can, yes, nah, exactly. and this might be an unpo- this might show. be unpopular opinion, but mm-hmm. sometimes maybe the reason why that nigga is, is is mean to you and he cheats on you or he treats you how he treats you is because you're not fucking nice to him. Mm-hmm. Let you're him be who he is. Like if he want to watch fucking P, leave it. Why he got it? Why you question? That's weird. There's, That's weird. In relationships, there has to be safety. Yes, yes. that's what people are mm-hmm. looking for. Yes. If you are, you have to you. If Yvonne was not a safe space for me, we would not be married today. If yeah. I didn't feel like I could be myself, yeah. my quirky, geeky mm-hmm. self, mm-hmm. Uh, secure my masculinity self Word. with her, around her, mm-hmm. and, and if and I felt like I was going to be judged, we wouldn't be together. And not masculinity according to what society says right. is masculinity. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, because we have to, and I think I talked about this in the episode a while ago, about how women will will push a man aside because he doesn't fit what the world yeah, says. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? A, a man should be. Right. Listen, my husband don't watch sports. No. And I thank God for it because I'm not forced to watch sports. <laughs> I don't like sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so we watching that Snyder Cut. We wa- exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. We That's watch good. anime. That's good we, watch, we watch what we want to watch. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I appreciate that. And, and again, Ooh. like, and, Pray for in, me. My man being his, in being his authentic <laughs> self, I feel safe to be who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, dope. I don't feel like I'm going to be beat over the head for, for, for doing certain things or saying certain things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I got to walk on eggshells. And I think, again, like he said, going back to what he, I'm going to let you finish talking, but going back to what he said, it's important to say that you have safety in a relationship. Yeah. Just to be exactly who you are, show up exactly however you are, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Like, be free and be safe. And I think that's why, as black people, we keep per- perpetuating these um these ideas of, of toxicity like these patterns of toxicity I, think I love that y'all can around. sit up and watch TBN together though I love that that's <laughs> Child, we, don't, we don't watch no TBN we don't watch TBN Child, none of that praise the Lord no okay, no we no, don't no. do that come on Benny Hinn <laughs> we don't support oh, God. I just saw a sports coat fly across the room but I think the expectation around masculine and femininity needs to be like kind of shelved anyway and just kind of created 
like expectations mm. and boundaries and rules within your own relationship, your own which relationship. you make yeah. because you have the same way where there's uh, these these unheard of expectation of what a woman quote unquote woman so is supposed right. to be, right. and it's like y'all both coming into the table yeah. with so many like you say lofty expectations. Mm-hmm. And you really don't even know if you really want that in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You just seeing that the world is saying that's what mm-hmm. you need, or that's what it should be needing in it. You don't, you don't know because, because like you said, you can pass up on something good. Yes. Mm-hmm. By going, for, going, going along with what you think the world, your friends, or your family may say. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. The people close to you, what they, what they expect of you, child. Yeah. If I, never mind. <laughs> Let me squeeze up in here real quick. All right, we're going a little bit long, but I have one more question. So if we can all like answer it like super quick, okay, that'd be cool. We'll try. Okay, so <laughs> we'll try. Do you think that? Um, okay, so obviously it all goes back to slavery, right? And so that, <laughs> obviously, that's, that's, that's the title of the episode. Right. White supremacy. This is the root, right? <laughs> so at this point, because it seems that uh, we, a lot of Black people in this age, we have we have access to the information we know the whys to a lot mm-hmm. of things, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point, with us knowing the whys, do you think that um, we are pretty much just doing the work of our oppressors for them by not really addressing mm. and fixing our <laughs> issues? <laughs> Was maybe this question not appropriate you for, for quick? quickly? <laughs> right. I'm about to say, that we, that's just not quick. I just didn't want to no. keep y'all, you know, but this I mean, y'all quick. welcome to go ahead and, you know, say what you got to say. Short answer... To a certain extent, yes. Okay. Yeah. Long answer is kind of more complicated. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I would say I would say yeah. Um, yes. And I say yes because um, I think it was always kind of set up this way. You know what mm, I'm saying? The examples, right. the examples that the Watts gave us to, uh, or the, that that just the example that they had uh, was not a good one. Was not a healthy one. Was not one meant for our people to imitate mm-hmm. and to perpetuate mm-hmm. um this this uh, toxic masculinity where you know the man is the all-knowing all-seeing all-doing powerful mm-hmm. uh person and the woman is you know very weak um and you know just docile supposed to be in a woman's place and i'm using air quotes mm-hmm. um, because obviously nah um I think yeah. I I'm think, gonna edit I, those air quotes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> At me if you feel like oh, it. Um, but no, um, I think all of that. Yeah, all of it comes. All of it stems from white supremacy. White supremacy from the patriarchy. And I think it was also a lot of things implemented from them, from our oppressors, for us to remain oppressed. And so I think when we continue to hold on to different um, ideals, when we continue to hold on to different um, practices. We are perpetuating a lot of what they expected for us, what mm-hmm. they what they said about us. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a um, self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just had a thought. It, it, ha- having privilege, uh, having male privilege, mm-hmm. like straight male privilege, sounds like a haul. It doesn't sound fun. It sounds like you would want to, like share that pressure with my woman i don't want to be the end all be all i don't want it the all the answer to always come from me i don't always want to be that you know so 
So can we can we do this together? <laughs> yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. Dream work. So why we ho- so, so why we holding on to this patriarchy? You you are stressed, my nigga. And, and You're think, tired. And it's killing men. Yes. It is killing killing men. Killing yeah. men yeah. because we're taking on that yeah. burden. That I'm sorry, I just had that thought. I had to say that's that. That's a great word. thought. No, that's a great thought. And I think to your earlier question about whether we're doing the work of the oppressors, I would say in, to some extent, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and then also maybe not. I, so I think what the issue is, just because somebody has knowledge doesn't mean they know how to apply it. Ooh, and so, I like that. Yeah, I think there is a big gap between, yeah. like yeah, a chasm, sure. really, for sure. between we have all this information at our, our disposal. Mm-hmm. We have so many black mental health professionals. We have so many people, mm-hmm. you know, really contextualizing their experiences and right. learning about them and unpacking their feelings. But we also have a really big problem with applic- practical application. People mm-hmm. don't know how to put that stuff into practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we need are people who are willing to help fill that gap and bridge those two things. Because I think, um, I think we just continue to just end up in the same place right. every generation if we don't actually learn how to use it. But I do feel like the newer generation and younger generation are kind of kind of like embracing. Toss, embracing and tossing mm-hmm. away some of the stuff that oh, they just yeah. feel like it doesn't they apply listen. to them anymore. Right. And for the generation. But I do think that's the thing. I think that's an issue yeah. of people yeah. just not knowing how to practice it on like a daily or right yeah. situation like, What does level. this look like? What does this look and like? I, and I think, like, you know, I'm an advocate for therapy. I really am. I Y'all... It, I know that's still very taboo in the black family. I'm here for it. Uh, but no, therapy is a lifesaver. For sure. And a mind saver. I don't think, I think if, and, and when I started doing this show almost four years ago, I did not, I wasn't in the space where I was open to therapy. For, I didn't think it would work for me, right? Mm. But I don't think I would have come to the epiphany that I had had I not had therapy. I, I wouldn't have been able to like, Make connections. Yeah, to do that. So that's what it teaches. It works. It work, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it what does it work. You. It does work. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, highly recommend. Yeah, highly recommend it. Sure. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> this was great. This was really <laughs> good. I don't want to go. This is good. I didn't. I didn't feel like I had to even do a whole lot to earn my check tonight. Y'all too. Thank you for. Thank you for driving the show. Um, for real, thank y'all for coming to do this. I really appreciate it. No, mm-hmm. Um, let's do a quick round of be nice, asshole. Then I'm gonna tell the people where to find me, and we out of here, girl. Um, Mills, you can go first. You can pick your person, and we'll just follow the rotation. Or... Okay. Can I? I'm just gonna pick two people. I'm gonna just pick the both. You just you can just never follow the rules, can you? <laughs> so I'm gonna just pick the both for you. Yvonne <laughs> <laughs> wow. and Jonathan. Just so I don't like you two now. words. Black gloves. <laughs> <laughs> what do black gloves got to do with anything? <laughs> Huh? You fucking up my rules for black gloves. I said black gloves, you dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Jamil. I just love it. I just love it. Do um, you want to go or you want me to go? Um, I'll go. Okay. Together. I, I, I hate to see it. Say what? You, what are you doing? <laughs> um, man, okay, I'm going to go with you, Chase. Okay, cool. I love you. She seems like she's disappointed, but I guess I. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 because no. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? Oh this is God. supposed to be the tender moment of the show, and I'm making it making it crazy. I'm sorry. Just feel you. Obli- it's okay to feel obligated. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel obligated. I, I, like, I want to share. Like, I have so much for the both of you, and you I. You can give to both of us. It's fine. Okay. okay. If you want to do that. All right. Well, Chase, I love you. 
I love and you. I'm so very proud of you. Thank you, mother. Um, the growth that I've ex- that I've seen from you. When do we meet? 2016. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the past, oh, dang, five years. Ain't, ain't it crazy? That's wild. It's stupid, right? <laughs> like, it's wow. real stupid. Yeah. Um, from the time I met you, the growth that I've I've seen as I've gotten to know you, um, has just been remarkable. Thank it really you. has. You've really come into your own. You really blossomed. There are a lot of things that I see you doing today, or I see um, you kind of coming into that five years ago would have been like right. Chase. <laughs> what? Huh? Okay. Like, it's it's really it's really dope right. to see how you've evolved. It's really dope to see. Um, how you are really pushing, you know, this network, you're pushing your brand Thank and you. you have not given up. Yeah, um, and I, listen, I know, you know, <laughs> I know things have not been a piece of cake yeah. this whole time from the time that it started, but you've not given up. You've kept going. Um, and you've opened yourself to, again, different possibilities, love. Um, yeah, if man. I can, you know, say that on the mic. Yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, yeah, they know. You open yourself to love and, mm. and you know. Um, Thank you. Taking them off the market. Honey. Thank you. <laughs> Jamil knows. Jamil knows. <laughs> Y'all make me sound terrible. Because <laughs> you was. <laughs> but no, um, and I'm, I'm just really proud of you. I'm really, Thank you. really delighted to see, you know, how you've evolved. And I want to encourage you to keep going, um, to, keep, to continue to press, even when things <clears> are hard. Um, continue to, you know, say no. To the things that are not mm-hmm. good to you mm-hmm. or good for you. Um, continue to say yes to the things that are good for you. Yes, ma'am. Um, continue to challenge those things um, mm-hmm. that that may... Continue to challenge the things that you might be struggling with, that you might be struggling through yeah. um, in order to, to seek the things that you need in life. You right. Know? Don't... Um, yeah, just 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 remain open. Continue okay. to challenge things, and continue, like I said, continue to say no to the things that do not serve you. Yes, because ma'am. you deserve that. I receive that. That's right, and okay. I love you. I love you too. Okay, first lady Jamil, I love you too. Okay. It's been so not more than me. Long. All right. <laughs> Somebody turn this mic off. You, know, you, you remember how you, some people say you speak to like your parents or grandmother say, "Hey, I just show more love to the person who needed it most." Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! That's terrible. That's why your knuckles ashy, bitch. I cannot. Um, Can I borrow some of your Equate lotion? <laughs> Not Queen Helene. <laughs> Can I borrow some? Not the Queen hmm. Helene. You fucking bitch. I have Palmer's in the back. Unscented bitch. Okay. <laughs> Equate. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that don't be ashy God. again in two minutes. That's, God, that's why I be missing that hole right there. That type of behavior. Okay. No I'm kind sorry. Of absorption. Y'all just, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Just milk. Um, but, uh, but, um, Couldn't even been, get a suave. But... <laughs> Baby powder. <laughs> I am so done. Um, but yeah, Jamil, it's been a minute since we've since we I talked. It's, it's so, so sad because we be having some good conversations. Yes. But um, I mean, it's really good to see you, and I love you so much. And I thank you for all of your support. You're such a supporter yes. of the people you know closest to you, yes. and I really appreciate how you champion people mm-hmm. and just how you are a genuine supporter and a celebrator of of the of the people that you love and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pray much success for you. Yes. Uh, we need to talk a little more offline about you know. Mm-hmm. How things are going? What's going on with you? <laughs> yeah. But I pray much success for you um, in all of your endeavors and all the changes of life. Um, and I just pray more 
um, evolution for you as well, mm-hmm. um, and that you you too um, will you know embrace the the good things in life, but also you know say no to the things that that are not good for you mm-hmm. because you deserve the goodness of life. So. That's a good Love word. You, man. Mm-hmm. I was it was really funny as I was actually going to pick him. Okay. And it uh, it was kind of going to be along those same lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was more thinking or feeling uh, was. Don't don't be afraid to fully lean into that best version of yourself. Mm. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know what what that's about. Mm. But lean into that hoe. She a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like really. Like I think you are in your head about your future a lot, and mm-hmm. for fear of not for fear of it not being perfect, mm-hmm. you hold back. Ooh, that's Is that right? Yeah. Oh, oh not that is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No. Um, that and I. Can, I would say this because that just made made me remind myself when I was younger. I never thought I was going to live past thirty. Mm. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just always had a feeling like. Don't say that. I do. But well, I mean, thirty-one. I know, yeah, 30. but still. I'm 21 again. But, 21. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I made it past 30, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I was always had that feeling. Like, yeah. I wasn't going to make past 30. Mm. Wow. And look at you. Look I at know. you. Here. 50. The Lord. 30, flirty, and thriving. Mm-hmm. 50. 50. Let's make you a good 80. <laughs> uh, but no, for real, like, that's that's where your next level lies. Mm-hmm. I don't. However, you have to work that. I don't know what that means for you, but mm-hmm. I just I, while we were talking earlier, I just kind of looked over at you. I was like, hmm. I just kind of felt that, so I was going to say it. So it's kind of confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bye. Uh, Word for the tape. Ha ha ha. Anybody can say that to my husband? No, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine. I said black love. You did. You Not did. Love. Love. <laughs> it's fine. Really, it's fine. Um. I want to do them both though. Oh, Chase, okay. Chase and Jamil. So Chase, I'll I'll start with you first. And I feel like you know I've I've said many things I think over the years. Um, but I think one of the things about you that I want to really expound on is that I love how you love my wife. Oh, oh wow. And I really appreciate yeah. that. You yeah. are a very good friend to her. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a petty one, but a good one. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. No, he's talking about me. Online. He's talking oh, about me because okay. I um I because the way I make fun of you, and he laughs. Yes, yes, and yeah. I laugh all the time because <laughs> it's great. Um, but no, the way you love her, the way you champion her, surround mm-hmm. her, rally her, um, that in, has just endeared you even more to me. No, obviously oh. I loved you before we got married, yeah, but yeah. now I think uh, I love you a lot more. Oh. Um, and I look forward to whenever we have a little one of our Ooh, own. I can't wait. Sending him to or her to Uncle Chase's or Auntie Chase. Whichever. Yes, Auntie. Um, Auntie's fine. <laughs> right. For yes, a little. Because I saw how mama. I saw how great you were with Britney's son. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so I could. I'm like, yeah, he'd be a great like a great person in our kid's life. And so, oh, wow. Um, I I appreciate I'm not you. Child. No, she's not pregnant, but uh, in the future. Thank um, you, man. But I appreciate you. Wow, I, really I love you do. too, man. Thank, yeah. that's, I really, I that blessed me. Thank you for that. Hey, oh, man. I had a dream about fish. So you know. Somebody else's fish. I already told you. <laughs> Somebody else's fish. <laughs> um, and as for you, Jamil, I have to say, it has been great to see you today. We haven't oh, seen each other since. It's fit. 
2019, maybe. The cookout, bringing families together. I tell you, reunification of the black family. Okay. At your mom's party. That's oh, the last wow. time I saw him that in person. That was summer 2019. Dang, yeah. Dang. That's the last time I saw him in person. That's wild. Dang. Yeah. Ooh, I'm glad we made it. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was precarious. Which Yeah, I think that's the last time I saw you too. Was like in person. Oh, so, yeah. Was that is so. Yeah, that was. That was. That was July 2019. That's yeah. A shame. yeah. I hadn't. No. Even proposed no. Yet. Not true. Well. Y'all saw each other. We didn't really talk at my when y'all showed up at my house for my birthday, like in oh, April. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. yeah, April twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. April. Yep. Yeah. 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 But we were still staying away from people, yeah. so we're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like pretty. It's almost a year ago. Almost, almost a year, a year ago. Oh. Yes. That's and I crazy. have to say, just being in this room with you reminded me why I like you so much, oh. and why I'm like. <laughs> Why well, I'm like Jamil and I really need to talk more because if I were to ever start a black male mind trust, um, which don't think I won't, uh, you would definitely be one of the first people I call along with Rich. Okay, I just like the way you think, and I think you and I just connect on such a on an intellectual level, and we see things, we see a lot of things the same way. Yes, and yes. we have similar. Now I'm not from. Olanta or Lake City. But your people is. But my people, yeah, my people is. But my uh, people is. And so there's that connection, but then also just I really enjoy your presence and I oh, really enjoy you. talking to you. I, I do too. I always, I told him just the other day, like, I have to do an episode with Jonathan soon. Yeah. So I, it's all worked yeah, out. I would love that. I yes. would love that. So yes. I just want you to know I value you. I see you. Uh, I love you and I, I just thank you for who you are and I'm glad you made it past 30. Yes. Yeah. Yes, me too. The world needs you. Such good yes, yes, yes. Bitch, I got a little tight in my chest you when you said that. I was about to cry a little bit. I really was. I was like, <laughs> no, I feel, that's something weird about me when I was younger. Good episode would mm-hmm. be Jonathan and myself, Rich and Lou. Oh, I would love that, but you know, cute riches, cute yeah, riches, riches you know, in LA. LA. You know, he's yeah. out there living his best Los Angeles life. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Thank y'all so much again for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, special things happen on this show, you guys. I'm fucking telling you, it's magic here. <laughs> it is. Um, you can follow me on the Instagrams at Chase Cassidy. Cassidy is spelled with a K. Um, you can also follow me uh, at the Cookout Podcast on Instagram as well. Send your listener letters to the Cookout Podcast at gmail.com. Get your merch on shopthecookout.com. Again, um, listening to the uh, commercial at the top of the show. If you want to support this show financially, um, as you guys know, I am currently building out my studio. I will accept all financial donations. Uh, Cash App is Chase Cassidy. Also, you can support this show on a monthly basis uh, with one dollars, five dollars, or ten ten dollars uh, by clicking the link in the description box, and you know, just hooking your boy up. Give me a cash tip. I appreciate it. Um, listen to my other shows. Don't trust the edit. Um, and Capiche, Capiche is coming back very, very shortly. I'm very, very excited about this. Um, the network is making changes, baby. We're gonna have some visuals here for y'all here soon. Um, Capiche is coming back. Gonna have some personal Chase Cassidy YouTube stuff too. So. Oh. You know, we're going to, you know, we're doing the things with the things at the Sweet Talkers. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, With that said, make somebody smile today. And remember, be nice, asshole.